0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode our annual October series begins with volume 1 where we will be running down our top 10 horror movies to watch in October. Enjoy. Blah. <laughs>
1: The foggy hill rocks through a crazy little demon blowing his top fire in his eyes, the smoke from his head. You gotta be real cool to hear the words he said. He did
2: Hello, boys and girls. And welcome to the first ever edition of Shocktoberfest from Movie City Maniacs. It's that magical time of year where the leaves are changing. And the sky is kind of getting a bit more darker, and that slow decay of summer is creeping into our bones, making us a bit chilly. And as the wind brushes in, you smell the hints of pumpkin and pumpkin spice in the air. It's that magical time of year where everything's a bit more spooky, and we are going to celebrate by watching a shit ton of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Movie City Maniac Shocktoberfest. I'm Maddie.
0: <laughs> I'm Kyle. And uh, we are joined today by uh, two special guests, good friend of ours, who are no stranger to our previous podcast, the Horror and More podcast. But this is their first uh, introductory episode to uh, the Movie City Maniacs. Uh, we, to my left, is uh, Jimmy. What's a good nickname for him? Motherfucking <laughs> Jimmy, motherfucking Diamond. Hey guys, he doesn't need a nickname. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> yeah, Diamond. Exactly. Like, why would
2: you put a nickname in between? <laughs> and to my right is my uh, good buddy and brother, Danny.
3: I'm the whore and the whore and more. (laughs) Jimmy could just be the more. (laughs)
0: He's the more. (laughs) We have a very special episode for the listeners out there as our annual Shocktober series will be beginning tonight. Break out your pens and papers because we got some lists for you. Um, for those that don't know, our Shocktober series is a movie marathon that we uh, run in October. Where We each try to watch as many horror films and uh, TV specials, TV episodes, as uh, as much as we can. That will be starting next week, but for tonight's episode, we will be uh, running down the uh, top 10 movies that we think that you really should be watching in October. Yeah, check it out. If you can only watch a handful of films, this list is a great start. These
2: should be the ones to start with. Um,
0: and then at the end, we have uh, a bunch of lists... Uh, from listeners that they've shared with us and maybe even some uh, guest podcasts oh. uh, with uh, th- some lists of their own our So con- our contemporaries yeah <laughs> I don't think they're a bit higher than us well ours, yeah, they're but, gonna, yeah I'm sure so. they're, they're going to be a lot classier a lot <laughs> yeah. more intelligent discussion and not as much penis that, like, and it's like jokes <laughs> they got
2: like jack-o'-lanterns and boobs man what more do you want yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what Dan's going to be saying so this movie you should check it out it's got a bunch of boobs and some jack-o'-lanterns and some guys with like a mask going around like hacking up these kids right awesome <laughs>
3: California. I'm going to I'm gonna have to change my list now because I was like, movies with boobs was number four. <laughs> that sucks.
0: Ghoulies with boobies? But yeah, if, if anyone ever listened to our, our previous show, the Horror More mm. Podcast, uh, every year we would do this. And uh, it's just, this is like a big time for us. We look forward to this every year, and we always plan all these kind of fun events that we can do throughout the month. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of great uh, a lot of great movie recommendations, really. I mean, usually we each do like 40, 50, Yo, yeah, 60. It gets pretty crazy uh, by the end. So uh, we'll see who will be crowned the king of Halloween this year. But uh, yeah, for today's episode, we're each just going to recommend you uh, some films Top to 10? start off your. Halloween. Okay, so um, I guess we should just jump into it because uh, we got a uh, you know forty films to list off yeah. here. Uh, does Does anyone want to start? It? Who, wa- should who we do wa- the Russian roulette? Who here? wants
2: like take like the first like crack at this?
0: That cherry or what? Who wants to be the first for this October? Jimmy, uh, I'm going to leave it to you, Maddie. <laughs>
2: All right. Kyle, you want the honors
0: or no? No, no, go ahead. You sure? You guys are ready for five? We should. We should uh, mention to uh, previous years we used to do. If yeah. you had a movie on my list, I had to quickly change it. Kind of added a fun game aspect to it, but we yeah. have nixed that this year just because it kind of like it wasn't your list. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this should be. So there is going to probably be some duplicates. I at mean, at that point, you have to have with a top forty 20. films, and you know, everyone wants those. Halloween oriented ones, you're gonna play some repeats, but that's okay. But yeah, cool. anyways, go ahead with so, number ten.
2: Number ten movies to watch in October. This might come as a shock to you, but I love Rob Zombie movies, so I'm gonna to have to go with House of the House and corpses. It takes place on Halloween night, you and bastard. it is like nightmare fuel. Like watching this movie will haunt your dreams. It has such a great atmosphere, such great acting, and there's these moments of insanity and yeah takes place on Halloween so I don't know why I wouldn't want to watch it
0: yeah it's a film I, uh, I revisit every couple of years and I, I don't give it enough credit until I watch it and then when I'm done I'm like yeah I remember yeah, that is so a really, right? really good movie and it's it's Rob Zombie's I wish he would kind of go back to those garish colors he used a lot of colors that you didn't really see almost in almost like in like old like
2: Grindhouse movies kind of deal like uh, it felt like um, well
0: I was thinking more of like the Italian style yeah. the, the Bava or the Argento colors oh, okay. he used a bit in that whereas I think after that point is kind of where mm. he went the Grindhouse kind of dirty gritty yeah. scratched up look, but I think that film is really has a lot of color surprisingly oh, yeah. for a a film that's set during Halloween night. But so yeah, it, it's cool. quite uh, disturbing. It, it it's, will fuck it's spooky you up, right? and it's got some some of the it's definitely got some disturbing scenes where mm. like it leaves even me that has seen a lot that it kinda makes you feel a bit uneasy. You but, feel uh, dirty watching it, don't you? Yeah. It's definitely one
3: of those movies that no matter what, if someone gives says, I want you to name a top ten list of horror movies it's for on whatever, it's always gonna yeah. be on the list. Because it was sense. just one of those movies that I remember when I first found out he was making yeah. this film, I was crazy excited. Like, I talked got, about like, it on the More and More yeah. podcast, yeah. and it, it was just one of those movies that I was like, this is just a stellar movie. Yeah, yeah. And like, it, even like, because it's on my list, I'm just going to tell you my yeah, scene, yeah, so course. I can just be like, okay, this was on my list. Yeah. But the scene where the dude's got the gun to his head, and it's just that dramatic oh, pause yeah. of that lengthy kind of thing.
2: And it's silence it was, too. Are they playing uh, Almond Brothers during that point? No, because they, they, they
3: have it, but then they have yeah. it so quiet for so long, and it just like because you had out. you had all of like that independent film craze like mm-hmm. eight or nine years before he released that, yeah. and it kind of gone away from it. And when he did that movie, it was like independent horror is going to come back and it didn't spark right off that genre but there was so many that came from that independent Mm -hmm. kind of thing that people felt comfortable doing it again which makes that movie that much better and
0: I I don't want to stretch this out but I should add like I know it's kind of cool to hate zombie I mean I do it myself sometimes (laughs) I'm not a fan of his take on Halloween but uh, I mean this this film Devil's Rejects are are fantastic films if you haven't uh, if you've only watched the Halloween films and kind of you have to check these movies out yeah exactly go back and give them a chance at these. two. I, I think they're uh,
1: they're both the fun. genius. But, uh, total side note
3: out. on yeah. Rob Zombie, and I know, yeah. uh, but follow that dude on Instagram. Is it it cool? is one of the most amazing things ever because all it is is because he lives on a farm. It's just him with like his crops, huh. or it's him in the studio, or him doing a show. Weird. So it's either he's in a field with a bunch of corn with his wife, or he's in or his he's studio, on a stage with corn. Yeah, <laughs> <stage>. yeah <laughs> well, it's,
1: nice. it's
3: weird. It's but, well done. Yeah, I've always liked that guy. <laughs>
0: Dan, since you're uh, talking Mm. now, do you want to go with your number 10? I will go
3: with my number 10. And you know what I did is because I knew that even before we started doing these Oktoberfests, because this is the first time I've done a podcast with you guys, when I started getting all those messenger messages yesterday, one popped up and I said to my girlfriend, I said, I guarantee you there's somebody in there that's going to be making comment, making fun of me somewhere. (laughs) And the last message that was there was Bentley going on about with the blood of Dan on my hands. (laughs) And I'm like, this is great. So I approached this list a little bit different. Yeah. Because you guys are like all horror movie nerds. I love horror movies, but I'm not a huge nerd about it. Like I'm not really into it. So I love learning from. Yeah, you. so you're gonna go, so go what with I musicals. Did is I went. Yeah, I'm gonna do Grease. <laughs> yeah. Grease two is number nine. Um, it's no. actually
2: just the Twilight movies, just kind of setting. <laughs> <order>. <laughs> and
3: the Harry Potter movies yeah. to top it yeah. off, but not the scary ones. No, no, the Prisoner too much for from uh, whatever the hell that movie is. So what I did is I did top ten movies of people who kind of like horror movies but wouldn't have watched like other than what your social media told you to go see. Okay. Well, like it's all the people that are going to see It right now which I've also heard yeah, is a great movie it's but awesome. it's, that's the kind of crowd I'm cool. talking to. Yeah. So the number 10 movie I have as much as everyone's going to disagree with me is Sinister 2.
0: Okay. I totally disagree with you on that yeah, one.
3: Yeah. I, I, I know you're going to disagree yeah. with me but this is what I'm saying. I'm coming from a different point of view. Like Sinister 1 was a, a weird kind of mm-hmm. take on what it was. Sinister 2 was one of those where It's a very easy plot line to follow. And it also is one of those movies where there's so many cool little clips because all those people mm-hmm. are watching the films. So you're getting so many different kind of aspects of a horror genre where, genre when they're going through. And yeah. that's what I liked about it is those little mini kind of like eight millimeter films that yeah. they're watching. That's was the best part of the first way. movie. Yeah, yeah. that's but in the second movie they have like nine of Isn't them. Isn't there a bit of gore in that See, movie
2: too? Like they put like the rats in the bucket and they put the stones in yeah, the bucket with yeah, that yeah, in that yeah, one yeah. as well? See, yeah. I think
0: that's why the first film Works so well yeah. as those kind of like snuff type films. Yeah. That yeah. real. But, but then the second one kind of took out a lot yeah, of them didn't I, I it? I thought the second one was pretty terrible because the first one, the weakest part of the first film in my opinion was, was a the, monster the reveal or... at the end which I, I don't know if I'm spoiling because part two that's who is a yeah. throughout it. Yeah. You find out it's like these uh, evil kids and I thought yeah. like that's been done before and it kind of ruined all the the took out and all the that fear was, of it for yeah. me well part of the um, reason I don't know I didn't like part two really number
3: one was gonna be on my list but yeah. I was like number two has all that snuff kind of crap through it and if mm-hmm. you really like that movie you're gonna really like number one so just by okay. saying watch number two you're gonna watch number one see i okay.
1: being tricky tricky sneaky
0: sneaky Halloween. what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> why did you invite him is the question I gotta ask <laughs> uh, okay next let's get on from this I'm uh, just joking gentleman.
2: what was next really. Hocus Pocus 2 is gonna be this guy's number one <laughs> hey, I,
0: I actually would take Hocus Pocus over. Uh, no, Mr. I'm Hocus Hocus I like Hocus Pocus too. Oh, okay,
4: yeah. <laughs> it has like like Ned Mittler in it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what's your number ten? Alrighty, so uh, I went a little bit different with my list this year. You guys know me; I generally go for the classic horror. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to have a lot of '80s slasher on there. So I uh, decided to take a slightly different approach. Kind of a mix of uh, some of the classic stuff that I really dig, yeah. some stuff that's a little, little more goofy, and then, uh, you know, uh, sporadically, you know, some uh, comedies <laughs> – uh, so uh, my uh, number 10 is actually Once Bitten. <laughs> nice. So Jim Carrey, early Jim Carrey. I actually have not seen this Is film. that
2: the one with the vampire dog is in it as well or no? Uh,
4: it's the one where he meets the uh, the buxom young lady yeah, yeah, and yeah. goes back to her place. Okay. And, you know, next thing you he know, yeah. uh, he's wrapped up in the middle of a... Uh... <laughs> vampire orgy? <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. All but... right, all right,
2: all right. Yeah, I don't think I've actually seen
4: this yeah, that's, movie. That's an interesting pickup. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's just one of those Fun movies that, uh, you know, if you're sitting there with your significant other and you know, a- they're not necessarily going to be down for, like, a, a big gory slasher, highly yeah. recommend it.
2: If you want to suck some blood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Scream Factory released that on Blu-ray um, like a year or two ago as a double oh, feature yeah. with um, what was the other one? Love at First Bite, which I also haven't seen, but okay. I think it's another, like, kind of horror Vampire comedy, yeah. But yeah, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. That's one film I, I, I'm i embarrassed to say I haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, me neither. I'm curious so, yeah. about it. I, I guess I have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, the since, fact like, that I Jim, made Jimmy's, Jimmy's number 10, and, yeah. that's, uh, that definitely makes it interesting. So yeah, I tried to do... Um, Kind of a mix of films how that have that fog atmosphere, yeah. the fog, you know, the even I love fake sets with the gothic trees and stuff like that that you don't really see in a lot of modern films. Uh, but yeah, I tried to do a mix for the first film though. I went for the uh, 1974 Amicus classic from beyond the grave. Nice. Has anyone seen this? The oh. Vincent <laughs> No, Vincent Price is not in this one, but it does have like uh, kind of the amicus yeah. uh, guys. that You've seen all their films. Uh, Peter Cushing is in there. Donald yeah. Pleasance, uh, David Warner, but it's really cool. The um, the wraparound is Peter Cushing runs this old antique store, and uh, I love a good
4: wraparound. <laughs> yeah, right? anytime
0: someone comes in, like they'll try to rip them off or they steal. He'll leave the cashier open to see if someone steals, and what is any item that they take is cursed oh it's needful things and it's you get to see them get their comeuppance Uh, like the first one has uh, David Warner I think he I forget how he gets the mirror but anyways he rips off uh, Peter Cushing in some way and gets his mirror and he has some friends over and they do this uh, seance and um, during the seance he gets visited by this weird guy in this like uh, alternate world or something Mm -hmm. and the next thing you know he wakes up and now the mirror is talking to him the guy that he just saw is talking to him in the mirror and he's asking him to feed him so David Warner has to keep on killing people (laughs) and bring it to the mirror uh there's another story uh Donald Pleasance he uh, has this like kind of this annoying wife he's miserable and uh, But he gets invited over for dinner uh, from one of his old war buddies. And he has a young daughter and he introduces to him and he thinks everything's great. But of course, there's a twist there possibly involving uh, voodoo dolls. Oh, shit. Uh, the third story is really fun. It's um, more of a comedy, I guess, called The Eternal. And it's all about this this guy sitting on the train, and this kind of witch woman mentions that he has an elemental on his shoulder, and you can't see it; it's yeah. invisible. It doesn't. So it's a great way to yeah. do this uh, invisible creature that you never yeah. see throughout the movie, That's but it works. Kind of amazing, but it's so <laughs> well done throughout. He's getting like bites on his shoulder and all these like pains and stuff, and so. And then they have to come and they have to like try to exercise the elemental off him. And there's this huge scene where furniture is going everywhere, and then the final story is probably my favorite, where this guy gets his door, this old antique door, and he sets it up and uh when he goes through it though again it takes him to this other world and there's like this guy that i guess he um uh i think he like tortured People and stuff, and he's trying to get people to come into the door so he can take their soul and leave. But it, it's just very well done, very creepy, very like ominous. Cool. Um, and again, it's one of those films, like I said, that has that seventies feel with the fog yeah. and the, the fake sets. Very There's something about this, those seventies oh, yeah. like Amicus or Corman films I that just uh, have that great atmosphere. But it's it's one of the better um, anthologies. Has a great ending. Oh, excellent. And uh, again, out of it's hard to choose. I'm not going to mention that. There are honorable yeah. mentions, but there's a lot of anthologies to choose from, and I think yeah. this one definitely uh, has that Halloween feel to it.
2: So my number nine is a documentary. What I find great about this movie is it's an urban legend that actually turns out to be real. I'm talking about Cropsey. Have you guys heard of Cropsey?
3: Yes. You want to hear something really weird before you get into it? Yeah, of course. I went to go YouTube it. Yeah. I could YouTube any other word, but you YouTube Cropsey, it'll be like not found error. Oh, really? And I was like, this is really weird. So like, It's yeah. I'm like, that's just a fluke. It's kind of yeah. creepy. That's yeah. really weird. So I go and I Google something yeah. else. You know, like, yeah, like, you know, like Diane yeah. butt or something. And no, and then I did Cropsey and
1: Same thing, wouldn't come eh? up
3: again. But Cropsey documentary didn't pop up. It's like, ah. would you like to retry? I'm like, retry, nothing. Retry, oh, nothing. Weird, yeah, I put in like Justin Bieber. Pops up, no problem, but. Where is he?
2: Weird. So, anyways, this is the documentary about the uh, bookie man of prophecy. So there is this uh, group of filmmakers who used to do, I think they did the Killer Legends, but they uh, find out this is an actual. mental asylum that got shut down and one of the uh, guys actually like uh, is still living on the ground there and actually a couple kids went missing it's them trying to figure out the mystery of, yeah this is a true story is yeah, yeah. it is and it is terrifying and it's all filmed during October so what makes this actually a really interesting October watch is because it's actually like the terror is real like hmm. you feel really bad watching it and but it's it's a good documentary man you, interesting it's yeah. so cool uh, yeah
0: I still haven't seen it and I don't I want to give anything it, but... away
2: but it is good fucking ending yeah, I really enjoyed it and they did it really well it was uh, interesting as anything cool so
0: That's your number nine. Danny, your number nine?
3: my number nine is a movie called Mr. Jones and Mr. Jones is kind of like it's somewhat like a handheld kind of this yeah. couple goes to like this, this
2: old timey abandoning like a yeah, like they're getting, trying
3: to get away from everything to write a novel and they th- as they're filming it it was the movie mm-hmm. when I first watched it I kind of passed out kind of yeah. caught a bit of it but caught enough of it and then I rewatched it uh, just recently and I was like this is not a bad movie and the whole idea is there's this guy he's an artist nobody knows where this artist is and they end up staying at this place and the guy's kind of shooting this documentary about nature and mm. you kind of see you know shit happening It's kind of cool because they actually stuff. do like
2: hey what was that and they'll kind of go to the background and there's a guy like standing there like is that a guy oh, maybe not and they'll kind of zoom in it's it, like ah it yeah. might be a guy. It's, like, like it's it, it kind really of cool makes like you
3: wonder and it takes a weird turn in it but it's, it's one of those movies where mm-hmm. if you like that kind of found footage kind yeah. of shit which I do love mm-hmm. uh, it plays out well like there's like some of the art and it's really cool like mm-hmm. I love a lot of that that freaky gothic art, yeah. and it didn't go too cheesy on it. Like, yeah. it's just that right level of independent mm-hmm. but not cheesy kind of movie. So, yeah, that's one of those ones that a lot of people would never have heard of it, yeah. so it's just kind of throwing it out there. If you're looking for something on Halloween to watch, that's one. of my number nine pick.
0: Cool. Okay.
2: Uh, Jimmy, number nine? Hey, we're not talking about the Cat Crows song. We're actually talking about the movie. Yeah, the movie, yeah, not the
4: Cat yeah, kind of yeah, Crows yeah, song. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so actually... Not too long ago, uh, Kyle, we were having a conversation. He brought up the topic of the recent uh, re-release of um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. yes so it yes. got <laughs> me thinking about uh, you know, uh, the sequel and yeah. young, jo- young George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. It's a favorite oh, one. he's amazing. Uh, so I started thinking about it. And like right. I really remember enjoying Return to Horror High. Yes. So you know, I'm thinking, OK, that, that's going to be my number nine. Yeah. Then it occurs to me, what am I doing? My number nine is the 1986 Troma Classic, (laughs) Class of Newcomb High. There it is, my man. I love it. (laughs) It's got gratuitous gore, gratuitous nudity, kind of like a dark sense of humor. Yep.
2: It's got nerds. It's got jocks. It's got everything.
4: (laughs) yeah what's not to like yeah I love it I've actually yeah I've never seen that oh
3: that's amazing I'm, I'm with you I've never yeah. seen it oh, but there's, like
4: there's a high school there's a toxic waste dump yeah uh, and gratuitous <laughs> nudity yeah typical yeah. Yeah. trauma fodder yep. yeah trauma's like the one studio like I know about all
0: their releases I've been yeah. meaning to pick them all up but I just haven't got it like I haven't even seen Toxic Avenger oh ever. get out of here so I've seen some of the ones that they've like released but yeah. not the ones that they've uh, made actually I think I've seen like one or two that they've made but, awesome uh um, uh, anyways, my number nine, we We're talking about what's hot right now. Yeah. Stephen King's it. Yeah. So I was thinking I need to throw something on my list that relates to that. And so do I go with the clown angle or the king angle? Mm-hmm. And I decided to go with the king angle, and that yeah. is um, the original classic from 1979. And, and actually, this uh, also is a kind of a, a homage to uh, Toby Hooper, who directed it. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Salem's Lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, if I had to pick a Stephen King film, this is the one that has no, again. I'm bringing sprawling. up the fog, the yeah. night, the, the old school vampires, the coffins. It's got some uh, of the scariest scenes. I think with some of the
2: most scariest scene that's ever been like laid to actual uh, cinema is a scene with a kid in the window. Oh yeah, when exactly. When he kind of comes yeah, and he's yeah. floating, he's like knocking and scratching. Like that kept me up for nights.
0: man. And I love like the Count Orloff style yeah. uh, vampire yeah. that you know you only get to see every once in mm-hmm. a blue moon. There's only a handful of films to have it with the you know the ball yeah. and the pointy ears and the that like, Mr. glowing Strigger? eyes. But yeah, it's just a film again. I think it just—if you're talking atmosphere, which is what I think of when I think yeah. of Halloween—that's uh, the film that does it. I mean, a little long, so it is going to take. Well, it's a mini a chunkier, series, isn't it? uh, Yeah, it's going to take a what chunk three out hours? of your uh, your movie marathon if yeah. you're trying to do a like we are a competition. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> much it's taken up too. But it yeah, so exactly. If you're going to waste uh, three yeah. hours on a film, this is the one to go for. Oh, for sure. Uh, Maddie, number eight.
2: Number eight. I'm going to go with the. uh, You're sitting the family down. You want to watch a movie. You want to feel nostalgic. Monster Squad, baby. You put it on. It (laughs) is like. uh, It's almost like the Goonies, but instead of finding treasure, they are uh, fighting our favorite monsters from Universal Monster Movies. And all the monsters look amazing. Oh, it's some of the best.
3: uh, Can you say the word nards without thinking about that movie? I (laughs) cannot, actually.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing not to love about this movie. It's atmospheric. You get all your buddies uh, from Universal. You get to feel like a. Camaraderie between the kids. Yeah, it's just yeah.
0: That, it's that fun, like it, that nostalgic hanging with your buddies yeah. in the treehouse, talking horror films. Yeah. They got the posters on the wall. He's got the king. What is this? it king, king is rocks God or something? King is cool on his Stephen shirt. Stephen
2: King is God, I think. Something like
0: that. Yeah. But and then again, some of the greatest monster designs, like the creature from, from the Black, the Black Lagoon, Lagoon the Wolfman. All look amazing. actually the mummy looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, Dracula, not the yeah. sh- strongest yeah. adaptation, but he's Frankenstein
2: was pretty good too. Frankenstein's good. Yeah. Tom Noonan, yeah.
0: but uh, even though Dracula may not be the doesn't compare the rest the take on Dracula is very cool yeah. where he's a give no fuck Dracula yeah. he throws a dynamite underneath the police car blows up amazing. he tries to kill kids like it's not your. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to like romance well, you even, like, and try young, to suck your like, blood he's
2: going to at the beginning gonna, of this movie there's kill, some yeah. like, things where like, the actual young virgins die it's like oh that's kind of harsh so yeah I enjoyed it cool yeah. and you will too I think yeah. <laughs> say you've got like, some like, a pre-teens and you don't want to show them like some of the scarier movies kids are going to love this movie
0: Yeah. and it's got the word nerds yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, Danny, your number eight. My
3: number eight is a movie called The Visit. Ooh. Which I.
0: Yeah. Shamalama Ding Dong?
3: Shamalama Ding Dong. I watched it for the first time last year, and it was one of those movies where. Hmm. I threw it in and I'd never seen a preview for it which mm. is kind of the way I love watching yeah. movies like that just kind of hearing you know some will say oh this is great I'll throw Check it in it not watching a preview and it's one of the it's another found footage kind yeah. of movie where it's, it's really weird because like it's a brother and a sister and they're going to visit their mom's parents and mm. the mom kind of hasn't talked to the parents you don't know why the mom hasn't talked to the parents so you're kind of thinking oh the parents are all fucked yeah. up and everything you think that might be the reason and they go and visit the parents and the cool thing about it is this little kid who plays the younger brother is just a fantastic actor
2: I found him really annoying (laughs) he
3: he is really (laughs) annoying but he plays that part so well Yeah, because he plays this kid that has so much confidence and when push comes to shove he plays this kid that's horrified Yeah, and he plays horrified so well and going the confidence aspect to that I I can't give any more of the movie away other than that but it was one of those movies where as I was watching it I was like Oh, this is gonna play. Oh, wait.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
4: So there was a twist.
3: There was a that.
0: twist. I know it's hard to believe for a movie, like this, but, <laughs> but not uh, a predictable yeah. twist. But Do I, I think the most shocking part of the movie isn't even the twist. It's again, I'm not going to spoil yeah. the scene. Yeah. But there's one scene you're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I wasn't a fan of the movie. Like, I, yeah. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as everyone else. But um, it, it wasn't. It's not bad. Isn't yeah. isn't it? That's kind of what got Shyamalan to ding dong yeah. back in uh, back in the A game and. Yeah. Know, and then he came back with Split so he, he's definitely riding that high which is nice to yeah. see him uh, it's good to see him back because yeah. he makes some great films as I uh, said, this isn't
3: my top Halloween. These are like no, the yeah, greatest horror movies for me. These, these are, are films you want to watch, I know. Hey, you know. if you're kind of not yeah, cool like me and know all these old-fashioned movies <laughs> no, like Jimmy
1: it, No,
0: we're, or, <laughs> It's cool though cuz we're getting yeah, we're getting yeah. different takes, you know. I mean, we'll get all the classics around. here. You're kind of de- delivering the uh, the modern films to check out. So mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. you want that nice balance, that nice mix. We don't want just a bunch And of I know my films,
3: place and I will play my place.
4: <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh, Jimmy, you're number 8 Alrighty. So apparently we're we're deep into the uh, the cheesy filling of my uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of my list wait 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 wait
2: wait there was something other than cheese in this list <laughs> or, <laughs> oh or just yeah. wait for okay. it
4: okay uh so my number eight is actually uh return of the living dead <laughs> okay nice. that movie actually is amazing so yeah you'll yeah. likely remember this one it takes place uh, it starts off in a um a, like mayor, a funeral uh, home or, yeah. yeah uh and uh you know through uh it's based a on a true story. Events. Oh, that, well, that's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, chain of events. You know, uh, you have uh, creatures rising from the oh, depths of the earth,
2: and some of the greatest looking zombies. Actually, Tarman looks yeah. great. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, 80s punkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that girl dancing naked in a graveyard. Linia Quigley. Yeah. 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 I can't I can't definitely, a, definitely a highlight.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some and of the, the best soundtrack, actually, too, really, like, gets me in the mood really for Halloween. Like, I like Target, ominous. that song, yeah.
4: Well,
0: I, I think everyone will agree it's one of the best zombie day? films. And it's like yeah. just, if you want a fun, entertaining, like, if, you, if you're going to have friends over and you, you don't want to put on something that's kind of, like, slow and... You know, you want oh, something that's going to keep them out. Get some pizza and beer. That's a this is It's a essentially a zombie romp. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what
2: it is. You're right,
0: man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, my number eight is a film I've been uh, pumping out uh, for a while now. Is it Praises? Yeah, High Praise every year since I found out about a couple years ago. Is Tom Cruise in it? I wish. Uh, <laughs> that would have probably made it my number one. But... Um, yeah, it's become a new annual tradition for me. And uh, you were talking about a, uh, a movie for kids. I wanted to have a movie, um, again, having two bo- young boys, a movie mm-hmm. that I can watch. So I think this is the perfect one. Of course, I'm talking about The Halloween Tree from 1993. Oh, awesome, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen this is a very underrated animated it film that no so one good. talks about. And I only found out about mm-hmm. a couple years ago. It's uh, based on a story by Ray Bradbury. Uh, Leonard Nimoy does the uh, narration in it. But I highly recommend everyone check it out. Pretty much uh, this one kid, um, they go to visit their one buddy who goes usually all for Halloween to go trick-or-tree, and they find out that he's getting his... Um,
2: tonsils out or something Tonsils like that.
0: out or something, but it's like some serious thing where he could die. Yeah. And uh, so they, they end up seeing him run into the woods. They chase him, and you find out that it's this ghost they're chasing, and they meet, um, they meet this kind of like count guy, and uh, this
2: teaches about the history of Halloween well
0: exactly he makes a deal with them that you can save your friend's life but if you learn about the traditions because he kind of mocks like why do you wear that yeah. witch outfit why do you wear the mummy and they can't answer so he takes them back and it goes through all the different um, time periods like back to the Egyptian days back Mummies. to like um, the Salem, Salem witch, trials. witch trials and whatnot and it's kind of cool like you actually learn the history of Halloween in this kids animated yeah. movie it's, it's and again it's one of those animated films it does have great atmosphere
2: too like, there's, yeah. like it takes place like in the woods on oh, the know, score's there, fantastic yeah classic
0: in it too but it's one of those ones like it's not there's some kids movies where you watch with your son but you're like ah you're dreading every minute this film like like if your son goes up and leaves, you yeah. don't care. You're like watching. You're gonna watch it mm-hmm. um, because again, it has a lot of like adult themes. Even though it's a kids mm-hmm. movie, I mean, it's dealing with death and like, yeah. you know, the end is like this touching. I don't want to give it away too much, but this touching moment. It it just someone at my age can watch it and relate a lot to mm-hmm. it. But yeah, it's a film that I'm. I just don't. It's so weird that no one talks about yeah. it. There's all these other animated kids' films. There's not I mean, many...
2: There's no musical numbers in it? Or is there, is there musical
0: numbers uh, in it? I don't really think so. Yeah, there's. Right. A, I think there's, like, big bombastic score Yeah, but there's no, like, but, uh, actual, uh, like, no, Hey, let me tell you about Halloween. No, again, it's... it's, it's Halloween. I, I, I could even see it Halloween. Like kind of uh, a little dark for <laughs> yeah. kids, to be honest, for yeah. uh, a certain age. But, uh, yeah, fantastic film.
3: Cool. It's actually on my list of... Uh, I have a list of movies that I'd, we talked about last October to watch. that I'd never seen, and that's actually on it because you you talked about it so high yeah, year, I, yeah, like, I think
0: everyone should see it again. Yeah, that's
3: it's, one of those movies me, I want it, to see.
0: It's up there again with a lot of the higher ones on my list. Just for if you want to watch a movie that is full of Halloween in every frame. Yeah. Uh the holiday Halloween. Uh yeah. Maddie, you're number seven. My movie. number
2: seven. Speaking of like Gothic castles and like amazing uh I wouldn't say set pieces, The Pit and the Pendulum from Stuart Garden. Well done. I love, I this, love, one, love yeah. this movie so much. I think it is one of Land Henderson's best performances as the evil like uh, priest taking out people there's actually a scene where they have you guys ever heard of a cadaver synod? where if no. there is a person who is tried of sins they'll actually like exhume his body try him as like a heretic and then whip him it's pretty excuse for people to get the land that's why he does it there's actually a cadaver Synod in this movie it is amazing and it's kind of got that dark humor it takes place in like um i guess an Seventeen hundreds, and they're doing like they're burning witches, and like witches are coming back to life. It is so is that cool. The,
3: she has a third nipple for that, which ex- the devil to suck.
2: That's exactly it, yeah. man. You remember it? Yeah, I love this movie so much. And well, there was a the naked
3: chick, and we watched it. We were yeah, twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> a fully. <laughs> Of course you're going to remember that and The, the biggest bush you'll ever see <laughs> <laughs> I think like the bush actually got credit Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah that's another one I, I need to see You've been talking about that for a while I've, I've seen the original, I love the original I'll bring it down next time uh, yeah. uh, I see ya. Cool uh, Danny, you're number 7?
3: My number seven was House of a Thousand Corpse, which oh, right. is still just an awesome movie. So
0: I thought I thought that would have been like your number one or 2. number one. Well, I didn't. I didn't
3: know we were going to be going in list, So I'm just kind of looking at what's there. So I'm just going to throw. If it your number, number
0: one seven. is like you know. Insidious it's Jeepers 2 Creepers too, because that movie was awesome. I like Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, me too. Actually.
3: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Fuck you guys! You guys are
3: so confusing.
2: It's no Insidious. <laughs> it's no Insidious
4: Three, but you know, whatever. whatever. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, you're number seven, or yeah, number seven, right? Yeah. Number seven. Okay, I'm actually gonna call an audible on this one. Okay. Um. So, uh, for number seven, I'm actually gonna go with Christine. Oh, fucking a man! Yeah, that movie is amazing yeah you kind of know the story of uh we can all relate to a uh a much uh a much loved vehicle yeah um <laughs>
2: Your car's in the shop. Did you car in the shop today? Is that why it's bringing out
4: these uh, memories? Uh, it's quite possible.
2: Jimmy <laughs> he gets a new car, he starts, like, he starts slicking his hair back. and Maybe he's turned even geekier. <laughs> I, don't,
4: I don't know. <laughs> I guess it might depend on the car at yeah, that exactly.
2: point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the score on that is amazing. It's some of the uh, best uh, footage of that car reconstructing. It's so good.
0: And it, it's kind of good timing because I don't <laughs> know if you guys saw, but John Carpenter just did the um, uh shorts. He's coming out with uh, a yeah, remix. It's like all yeah. his... It's like a best of album, but he redid all the tunes and he just released a music video of the Christine song and he actually shot, he directed the music video uh, for it. So it's like a new Christine card. It's cool. Chasing people down. And of course it's a Stephen King movie, which is a, yeah, yeah, I I love it. So I was speaking of uh, the from Beyond the Grave being an anthology, and I didn't realize I actually have a couple anthologies. Yeah, I on my got list. you. Uh, this is, uh, in my opinion, one of the best anthologies uh, from 1963. The uh, Mario Bava classic Black Sabbath. Oh,
2: dude, that is so fucking um, dope, if, man.
0: Uh, again this is a film that it's all about the colors atmosphere like a motherfucker the one great story about the woman who's um, getting like harassing phone calls Mm -hmm. and uh, I should mention too there's two different versions there's American version and Italian version yeah and they actually switch around the order of the stories and completely at least for the phone story yeah because the original Italian story was about two lesbians they had to change around and it was about someone harassing her and they change around to be more of a ghost story Uh, okay so it's kind of hard which one to choose personally Mm -hmm. I prefer the Italian one just because all the extra footage. But the original American one does have kind of that ghost feel for this story. And of course you get the Boris Karloff, his actual voice, which is better than uh, someone dubbing. But that's probably the weakest story of the three. The other two are the real highlights. One of them... Has uh, Is it Windigo? Has the, the dead woman That gives Zelda From Pet Cemetery A run for her money oh, yeah. For scariest uh, creature Yeah I agree Where this woman uh, Yeah she steals a ring From the dead body The maid And then she starts She goes home And is getting haunted And very again Mario Bava Lots of like lights Going lots on of and off It's very cool lights. But my favorite story Yeah is about the uh, Vondelok? Von Anyways it's Boris Karloff The story is amazing Really cool mythology It's like another take Pretty much on a vampire yeah. But he goes out And he says If I don't come back by this time at midnight i'm not i'm not myself don't let me in and he comes back yeah like just after midnight and he looks like yeah he's been taken over by death things are off and uh but he this is their grandpa or whatever so they let him in and they take care of him at this home but um yeah i don't want to spoil too much but but it's fantastic uh, (laughs) again one of the best anthologies and again i just feel it has that the Von especially has yeah. that really cool atmosphere. Um, atmosphere
2: and is the Italian Halloween? one have the one where it ends with him like telling the joke and it shows like it draws the curtain back a little bit. Yeah, I think behind. that's the
0: Italian one. The yeah. American one doesn't. So yeah. they, they both have their pluses and minuses, yeah. and it's unfortunate. It'd be nice to have like a you know nice mix. Like, yeah, maybe take the American one, but then fill it in with some of the Italian scenes and yeah. just keep the subtitles for that part. I don't know, yeah. but uh, yeah, fantastic uh, film. Uh, Maddie, your number six. My number six is a great atmosphere movie. I'm surprised. We're going to probably talk about this
2: for you but it's like John Carpenter's The Fog such a great atmosphere such a great story
3: such a great movie poster oh dude there is such
2: (laughs) a the feeling of dread throughout this whole movie is amazing and there is this uh, great story that actually happened of these uh, guys like I guess these guys were coming in to the shore so they lit a bunch of fires so they would crash and then the uh, townsmen just stole all their jewelry like that's an actual historical story so John Carpenter heard this, like well that yeah, is a movie, right yeah, there. Yeah. Did you
0: mention their lepers?
2: Were they lepers?
0: Yeah. That, that's why they don't want these people in their oh, town. I, I, they're coming into. Was the actual the story they were the leper? I didn't with, know the well, actual. We'll, yeah, we'll give you lots of money mm. if you let us share a town, but the, the townspeople don't want to live with lepers because, again, back then th- you were all oh, freaked yeah.
2: out. They, I guess so. I'd still be so freaked out by lepers today, actually. <laughs> and that introduction where the guy's telling the story, like, ah, oh, it's two minutes to midnight. Time for one more story. I think is one of the coolest introductions ever to a movie. So
0: um, I, I won't say anything. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I it was going to say like my list You'll be on. talking about this later.
2: So uh, <laughs> number number six there, Danny.
3: My number six is actually the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, the original. The original. Out of boy. Yeah, like uh, it, it, the remakes. Uh, they were what they were. Hmm.
0: I totally That's, thought with the way you're yeah, you're going to say Texas Chainsaw,
3: Chainsaw 3D or
2: something. The beginning. No, no <laughs> not I, at
3: all. I heard the next generation. Yeah, the next generation. <laughs> Uh, no, the Texas Chainsaw masker the original, because it's yeah. just one of those... If Toby, you, another
0: Toby Hooper yeah, um, classic. Yeah, classic.
3: It's it's such a good movie. Yeah, like is. just even the way that it's shot, like everything about it just takes you there. It is that jarring. sound. One of the things that they brought, I think, one of the only scary thing that they brought into the remaking of it was that
1: f- flashbulbs.
3: Yeah, yeah, the camera like that. I, I don't care. I, I think I could still be ninety years old yeah. and have that sound scare the shit. <laughs> yeah, in me. I agree. So yeah, that's that's my number
0: seven. Yeah. Kind of You're sex, sex are yeah. that, That's a film that, like, I don't love it as much as they're announced, but it's definitely like it's a disturbing film. Like once it, it, it gets going, it doesn't really let up, and it's just it's like intense. Yeah, it's just screaming and and chasing and not and chainsawing and, and, like, you, you for again, like that forty it minutes. It's jarring. It it's like yeah. a
2: nightmare that's on film too. It's almost like a House of 1000 Corpses. that cuts. You're actually in it with that girl for the entire mm-hmm. being. Like when guys that guy's focus on her eye kind of just goes yeah. deeper and deeper and riots Ah, oh, so
0: I think that's yeah. I, I don't disturbing. like it it's tough to watch. Yeah,
2: it. it's a tough
3: I think one. of the biggest reasons that that movie freaks me and Maddie out the most is that like me and Maddie know out of the Texas Chainsaw Mm -hmm. Massacre like series we know Leatherface the most like that was the movie we watched so much and I haven't been able to find a copy of it in ages you can't find it anywhere
0: I got it boys do you really?
3: bastard but it's a comedic kind of look at the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre original so me and Maddie grew up watching this where they had like custom chainsaws and you know he's like yippee-ki-yay motherfucker <laughs> like he's doing all that yeah. and then we watched that and then we watched the original and me and Maddie were like oh, oh. shit
0: <laughs> oh my goodness oh, it's, it was almost like, like a, a documentary rather yeah. than a
3: movie,
2: which yeah actually cool. the first
0: time I saw the original yeah. we rented a couple movies on VHS yeah. uh, one of them being the the masterpiece Jim kata which is for <laughs> we'll say for another show nice. but um, yeah I remember putting on and almost thinking again it was like a Real snuff film because again, this is a VHS, it was dark, you couldn't see shit. Yeah. All you would heard was screamings and, and the camera moving around, and yeah, here you'd see glimpses. And those stuff. newspaper articles and in the beginning not, of that yeah, movie really make you out. think it, it's it was, real, really, it was frightening, and yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I made it past you know, and even that like the
2: opening crash was like on July 4th, Sally Harderstein or Infoblood Franklin,
0: Philip Falls. <laughs> and it's definitely one of those films, everyone thinks it's really bloody yeah. and, and gory, but there's You're really, impressed. I'm very impressed, there's not, not much blood really in it. No, well, yeah. Actually, there really isn't.
3: No, it's, like the, the, the meat yeah. hook scene is kind of yeah. just like that. Was where I was
0: like, Holy but again, you crap. don't actually see. You just see him yeah. up, and then it cuts away. But everyone in their head thinks that's all think I needed out. to yeah. see. Yeah. When that's me and Maddie were you.
1: seven, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I mean, no, it shows you
0: how effective uh, a filmmaker Toby oh, yeah. Hooper yeah. was. Oh yeah, it's, it's too bad he. In my opinion, he never really hit that. Same. He started out with that film and yeah. just kind of like you could. I guess when you start out with a film like that, where do you go? But down, you know. What I mean? guess. Well,
2: I was invasion. Uh, Mart, not Mars Attacks. Invasion no. of Martians.
0: Invaders from Mars. Invaders from Mars. There it is. Uh, cool. Okay, so right. Jimmy, your number. What are we on? Six. Six.
4: Already. Um, so as you guys uh, all know, and uh, anyone who's uh, listened to uh, episodes of the previous podcast, I am a huge. Uh, well, we'll say, fan of Wes Craven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so my list wouldn't be complete without a, a Wes Craven entry. Um, you know, I figure it would have been too easy to go with the, um, my standard something from <laughs> yeah. the Nightmare on, on Elm Street series. So, uh, you know, just in keeping with, like, the fun, fall, Halloween vibe, yep. I'm actually going to go with Scream. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I really dig that movie. It's like a... Cool, fun Halloween type yeah. vibe all, to it. All your
2: movies are like beer movies, like movies you like watch with like beers, and like high fiving and shit, which
4: is kind of amazing. That's pretty much it. That's what I.
2: Yeah,
3: Matty Have you met Jimmy yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond? Jimmy Diamond, Matty Vasekko. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we should get beers and
4: watch movies sometime. What do you
1: think?
0: <laughs> well, I guess this is the first
4: time for everything,
0: uh, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you can't really go wrong with the first scream. Yeah, or, you really can't. Or, I don't think the sequels. Or oh, really? The anything
4: with uh, Nev Campbell, for that matter. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> I thought the sequels kind of got Scooby Doo. Yeah, well, they, here's they, the like thing: you watch,
3: like, you watch like Scream Cousin Two. S- it's ants. like you're watching <laughs> Scary Movie Two. Yeah. yeah, but the like,
0: first one is definitely, definitely still holds up. I mean, yeah. that opening alone. Yeah, is, uh, with Drew Barrymore pretty, is pretty fucking disturbing.
3: I think I've watched it twice, and I remember both times watching it, I was horrified. And then Scary Movie just blasted that Scary Mask. Yeah.
2: Well, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure Scream is a parody of, like, horror movies in the South, whereas, like, they're parodying a parody, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or
4: parodying a spoof or yeah, vice versa. It just seems yeah, kind of
2: dopey. Anyways, what's your uh, number six there, uh Roddy?
0: Uh, I'm keeping with the uh, the colors uh, I guess not everyone thinks of colors when they think of Halloween yeah. but to me I mean it, it plays a big part of it of when course. you go to Halloween parties the costumes and everything but uh, and again another actually Italian director the 1977 Suspiria oh fucking hell uh, yeah if you're gonna watch it now is yeah. the time and we got the Blu-ray coming out in November yeah. after what three and a half years yeah, wait about time since man. it's been announced uh, the coolest thing is though if you, have road a, if you have a screen yeah a mm-hmm. screening around you they're actually playing it in various theaters uh, uh, across North America at least because w- with this new 4K transfer that they use for the Blu-ray. So if you're going to watch and now's the time the big Go screen have that Goblin score blaring. But if anyone doesn't know, I mean, it's just this really cool and um, this woman goes to this uh, ballet school of, uh, I don't think I'm spoiling anything no. of, of witches and uh, shit goes down. Some of the coolest oh, kills so uh, you'll ever see on screen in my opinion mm-hmm. and possibly the most beautiful horror film of all time. I agree. Like it's up yeah, there. I don't like, think if like I can Work is of insane the yeah. camera work it, it's almost yeah. i don't want it's not a perfect film because the story is a little there's not much to it and yeah. you have to deal with some kind of you know you're dealing with bad dubbing or subtitles yeah. whichever when audio um, track you listen to but yeah. yeah i don't know to me this nothing says halloween like goblin blaring yeah theaters. i agree yeah uh okay we are breaking into the top five <laughs> maddie all right this is a
2: halloween staple for i imagine a lot of people here Night of the Demons. There is nothing not to love about this movie. It has, like, the old, like, uh, mansion. It has a Halloween party. And it even goes back to, like, the 1950s, like, monster movies where... Uh she turns it like, a demon and has that, like, um, fast-moving camera, almost like Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there is a great scene involving lipstick in a movie, which I think is um, so memorable.
0: <laughs> which hey. is, it's kind of funny, because Jimmy's list, if you didn't enjoy Lena Quigley's uh, tits uh, on <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, on the, in the cemetery scene, you can enjoy Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like if Lena Quigley's in your movie, you're probably going to see breasts. Yeah, yeah, listen. I think that's kind of her thing. <laughs> Correction. Fantastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyways, there's this great opening scene of like, it's almost like a uh, cartoony, spooky, mm-hmm. like I think of a ghost dancing around. It's just like, this movie's going to be great just by this opening scene alone. Well, and it's almost
0: like an anthology rap yeah. like a comic, something you seen yeah. in like, Halloween yeah, a Halloween comic. Creep book show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A creep show. Yeah. Creep And
2: thing. there is an ending to this movie, like an outro that is, I want to say, even, it adds like an extra pumpkin, yeah. if you will, to this movie yeah, for yeah. me. And nice I like a like a nice candle and a jack-o'-lantern for me nice
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, actually I picked up the screen factor yeah. blue and haven't watched it yeah. so I'm, I'm gonna have to throw that in again this year mm-hmm. it was either this or I was actually gonna pick number three because I think I prefer three I know, better I'm so glad you didn't yeah <laughs> that's always next year baby I'm not a fan <laughs> of, of three myself it was okay but uh, Dan yeah. number five
3: my number five is a movie that I waited for a while to actually watch, and it's 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh,
0: awesome. Okay. I, starring your dad,
2: John, John yeah, Goodman? Yeah, starring
3: my dad, John Goodman. Uh, well, I was going to segue when you were talking about boobs. I was like, speaking of boobs, we have John Goodman in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Speaking boobs, Dan
1: has something to say.
3: I love you guys so much. <laughs> No, it was one of those movies where it was, I'm so glad I didn't read anything about it before watching yeah. it. Like I knew J.J. did it and and John Goodman was in it. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. And I knew it was like in like a bunker. Yeah, That's all I knew. Yeah. And it is a movie unbelievably worth watching. Yeah, it's so dope. So many twists. It does in that movie one of the things that I hate about horror movies, but I don't want to tell you what that is. But it does something that, In any other horror movie, I'd be like, man, I hate this movie because of this. But when this movie does it, I'm like, I get it. It pulls it off. I like it. This is great. What a good movie. 10 Cloverfield
0: Lane I yeah. was really impressed there with.
2: is almost like a great sense of like claustrophobia in this movie too Yeah, I think it worked really well Well,
0: it's a film that it, it relies too and it does a great yeah. job of building tension like you constantly know yeah. something's going to happen and then you think oh no it's okay and then it kind of levels yeah. up and you're like oh no it's, it was, we're safe here and then boom it just rockets yeah. back up. Yeah. it goes from like low to high yeah. uh, very quickly and it's a lot of shocks coming from that but yeah I, John Goodman I, I love me some it was John one Goodman of those
3: movies where like because I like wrong. a lot of those Like I I watch a a lot of those trendy movies that you guys kind of shy away from Mm -hmm. that you're not like, these are great. And I I love watching those movies. And one of the cool things that's happened over the last three years, I find is before the last three years, people have just relied on the like the effects they can do like that and have shit pop out of you every left, right and center. And they just kind of forgot about the fact of no you need to screw people's emotions yeah, to scare them that's exactly right. and it was one of those movies where I'm like you didn't rely on graphics at all and then did this awesome mess with my yeah. emotions type ideas so yeah I, it's It's definitely in well, the top I think, five yeah,
0: films like, they were relying on it was like getting that hot teen cast yeah. Yeah. and then having some cool kills and now I think we're kind of getting back to like getting Psychological a good character driven horror film where you actually like these characters yeah. and then when shit goes down it really hits you But yeah, you didn't even mention uh, one of my favorite parts about it, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is, if if you watch genre films, you've seen her, like The Thing remake, prequel, uh, Final Destination 3, Mm -hmm. um, Death Proof, like she's been in a lot of uh, good genre films.
3: The one thing I like about it, too, is, is with John Goodman being cast, John Goodman's just one of those you can't hate the guy no oh, no he's lovable. and they, they spend a ton of that movie just trying to make you hate him yeah. and you, you just can't you're yeah. like there's something about that lovable nature and mm. i think jj well whoever wrote it knew yeah. that yeah so they play on that aspect so mm. that's 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 my definitely watch that this october
1: cool uh, I,
4: jimmy number five your top five Alrighty, um, my number top five again. Uh, something really approachable <laughs> appeals to uh, a variety of ages, from uh, you know a young child to uh, you know actually my grandfather. Uh, it's actually the Albert Abbott and Costello Meet <laughs> series. So you know, you've got Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, yeah. Meet Doctor Jekyll and yeah, Mister Hyde. Are amazing. Uh, there's nothing not to like about yeah, I these agree. movies. Uh, it's just fun slapstick. Humor, and they
2: have been part of like uh, probably much all of our Halloween since like we were babies, since we were old enough to know about Halloween. There's always when, been like in the background of, and teenage. it's
0: like you had the monster squad with the kids, yeah. This is all the universal monster movies, but with these two, uh, yeah, yeah. uh so yeah, I, I was very close to having, yeah, Meet Frankenstein yeah. on my list, very, very close. Yeah. Um, it didn't make it, but yeah, I mean, again, yeah, good point. I, again, I, I, when I when we, we made this list, frank. it's like. I can easily put together 100 movies. Yeah. Like it was like, I filled literally, I, I wrote down 50 films. The hardest part yeah. for me was getting it down, down to 10. 10. I could have sat here naming honorable mentions all night. Um, yeah. Just because, yeah. There, but we're not so going many, to. So many great films. <laughs> no, no. My number five is, uh, I guess, kind of uh, in the same vein. Um, I had lots of films with color, so I'm going to go and drain it all out to a black and white classic from 1960. Oh, uh The 13 Ghosts. This is a film that... um, Is it William Castle? William Castle, yeah. I like to always start off Halloween, my first movie. I've I've started this new tradition where I start off with an old... Black and white classic. Okay. Um, and this film has probably filled that spot a couple times. I don't know what it is, but the last couple years, I've just been loving this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those like safe, harmless, fun films. It's not, you're not getting blood. It's not tense. It's just, you just sit there, relax, and watch this movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's just an entertaining. It does
2: have atmosphere like a motherfucker. Yeah, like, like it, if anyone doesn't know, it's pretty much, juice.
0: yeah, this guy lo- is losing his house and he can't afford to pay the bills. And then all of a sudden he inherits. And it's done like goofy, like the yeah. wind blows, the curtains up. Yeah. And all of a sudden they get a knock on the door and, oh, you just inherited this. this This host from your uncle, this... Dr. Zor or something. I forget yeah. his name exactly. But they inherit this house. You find out that he was uh, doing tests on ghosts. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also got with this house this pair of glasses. And what's really cool is the DVD actually comes with the glasses. Oh, you actually get to see them? So you can watch the movie. You, know, you can just watch it regular. That, where you see the ghost or Spectre Vision, I believe. Yeah. And so the ghosts aren't there, but if you put on the glasses there on the screen, so if you're too afraid, <laughs> you can take that's them. Cool, it actually works surprisingly good. Oh, that's awesome. But uh, the other reason this film is so cool is you're getting a variety. Like it's 12 ghosts because it's all about they're going to take yeah. over the 13th so you know who's going to die but it, like everything, it's everything from like a lion tamer who's missing his head <laughs> to this crazy cook to like these dead kids it's all done in like a really fun romp way <laughs>
2: almost like uh, uh, the warriors with the gangs they gotta go yeah. fight
0: but, like with different gangs. <laughs> yeah and the other thing I love about it though which I, I don't know why it just feels like Halloween to me I guess mm. Halloween you get treats but yeah. and it's all about them apparently there's um, it's not a big gothic mansion it's mm-hmm. just a big house hopes. but apparently he was rich and had all this money and they don't know what happened to it so somewhere hidden in this house is possibly a load of cash that's all about them trying to maybe will they discover that as well yeah. and dealing with these ghosts and also one last thing it has the uh, witch from the original Wizard of Oz oh, plays awesome. the maid in it so uh, I mean she adds that Hollywood yeah. right away she's got that face that just she is a terrifying yeah, woman I know she could you know yeah. be the nicest woman and but there's something about yeah. her well maybe her because it's always great in our face oh, exactly. she is a
2: wicked yeah. witch of the west like,
0: but yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're gonna watch a black one. and white movie, I don't think you can go wrong with yeah. this. Again, not as like scary or terrifying as some of the other ones, but yeah. if you just want a fun Sunday afternoon movie, uh, this,
4: this, I oh, amazing. the specter vision seems like we're at the uh, price of admission yeah, yeah, right, yeah, there. right
2: there. I do love the old William Castle guy, uh, the, the old, King old gimmick. Movies. Movies. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I know, I wish like
0: because they've been bringing back, like, you can go to theaters and see like three of these old 80s 3Ds. Mm-hmm. I wish they would. Go to the trouble, and I think they've yeah. done it once, in, once or twice, in the you know in a while, but in the states yeah. somewhere. But where they hook up a tingler and they hook up the chairs where it actually shocks. Oh, that's stuff. amazing! And how cool would that be when it's you see it on the yeah. screen and they say, "Oh no, it's been really, it's been released it, in the theater." It's it, it, all all in like it, your, your uh, chair. Don't gets be shucked. afraid
2: to scream out. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. But um, yeah, Carl right. Matty, your number four?
2: My number four is, I think, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It just so happens that it takes place at a great time of year, Halloween, and it takes place in the well-woods-ish, almost like back countryside of Maine. Speaking of Stephen King, it takes <laughs> place in Deary, and it combines this great supernatural element with something that everyone is terrified of, like losing a child, and of course I'm talking about Pet Cemetery. Okay, this movie has everything you would want in a movie: fantastic atmosphere, like a zombie cat's coming back to life, zombie wife's coming back to life, a child who comes back to life. I don't want to give anything away, but
0: Herman it, Monster.
2: It has uh, Fred Gwynn, and he does this great like backwards. Oh, that rod! Nah, that'll kill everybody! down. not you see? You're gonna get <laughs> your away from that rod. It, it is so creepy. It has one of the best looking creatures. I'm gonna say of the '80s.
0: <laughs> Does it mean that we keep calling these people creatures? Uh, it's actually they, they,
2: yeah. And it has it's like, like
0: a woman with a disease. In
2: I, it. I understand. Like it has that weird thing of like a real life is terrifying enough, and it just kind of takes real life and kinds of like a nice touch a twinge of supernatural enough to make it terrifying to anybody
0: well I so, think it really works too uh, it works amazingly yeah. as a horror film but also yeah. it's one of those films that hits you on that emotion that's what I was saying like it actually level. like the
2: real life fear like, I don't that even you know have if I watch it now, yeah man. <laughs> I think you would probably lose your mind because you like kids yeah. i was, like even like reading this book like I kind get choked up from this guy losing his child like yeah. it is
0: I've definitely Amazing. noticed like a lot of the stuff. I used to like cheer on because yeah. you never see kids die like in the Blob and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, a little bastard got it." And now, I find, uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, kids really and horror really It's kind of yeah. It, it, it's, it's one of the things that like
3: never happens, but this movie
0: does it and it does it well. Yeah, it's it's a great tip. Yeah. and again, King. Danny, your number four.
3: My number four is actually kind of a combo thing, and it was because I randomly bought this all together. (laughs) Danny's combos.
2: (laughs) It's a pretzel and pizza.
3: (laughs) Tastes great. Not it's a drumstick rolled up in a slice of pizza. (laughs)
0: Um,
3: You guys are just bastards. I don't even know why I come.
0: Seriously, not here to rip on Danny's movies. (laughs) We only invited you so we could rip on your movie choice.
3: I know. No, what I did is I was at Walmart and they had. Annabelle, Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2 didn't own any of them yep. haven't seen any of them so what it is I actually went home and I watched all three of them like on a Sunday afternoon yep and I know it's supposed to be kind of throw one in this spot there's nothing great I can say about any one of these movies like uh, I thought they, they got I, good I points all, it, yeah, no they're, they're, there's yeah. nothing bad I could say there's mm-hmm. nothing good I could see I've only seen through them maybe once yeah. at a time like I've read extensively on like the Warrens and stuff yeah. like that you know like if you if you're interested <laughs> in this kind of genre they are if you don't mind
2: forefront. me asking is Conjuring to the one where they go to England
1: yes and There yeah, is like it's one it's really the-
2: cool scene. Like it makes like, no place why this happened in this movie. But he's playing that Elvis song on his guitar.
1: Aren't
0: they need to add that heart in the movie. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it makes no
2: sense, but it actually it worked really well.
0: It I thought did. it
2: add like an extra like a layer to this movie that I thought was kind of dope.
0: Well, I think so. I think it's a, that part actually plays yeah. a huge part in the plot of the film yeah. because the, the, the whole film is about them losing hope and love and yeah. you know family and that was like the the bind they needed to mm-hmm. the glue they needed to uh, get them all together. Yeah. The one big that.
3: problem with it is if you've watched any documentary on any of the Kate three yeah. cases they're talking about. If, it, it just kind of there's a lot of discrepancy between it yeah. so if you're gonna go with like a movie like that go with the most popular documentary because yeah. you're dealing with something that's talking about ghosts yeah. so like it's not like there's newspaper articles yeah exactly go with the most popular documentary and don't sway a lot mm-hmm. from it
0: well I don't think those movies were really meant to be factual I think even especially Annabelle. I think they just kind of took that base. but
3: all story. of them are the yeah. based on a true yeah. story trying to hit it at that aspect yeah. <laughs> but, no 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 <laughs> yeah, I, know, yeah, I, know, yeah. Yeah. I know I know I know I no, know, I know, but that's the way that it's hitting it. So it was just kind of like yeah. when I, so I just kind of watch because if you watch all three of them, they blend into each other yeah, really well. I imagine they would. So it's just kind of if you have a Saturday afternoon and you're like, hey, like you I can kill six hours. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of a good way to kill six hours on cool. the beautiful October or Sunday yeah. afternoon.
4: Cool. Awesome, uh, Jimmy, you're number four. Number four. Alrighty. So uh, my number four is. Uh, Actually, idle hands. Oh, amazing! I actually kind of knew this was going to be on your list for some reason. <laughs> well, what can I say? You know. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Is that D- 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 <laughs> Devon uh, Sawa? Devon Sawa, Seth Green, Green. and uh, Jessica Alba. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I haven't seen this movie in like years. I me mean, neither. Yeah. Does it hold up like a motherfucker? Is it like a fun movie?
4: It, it is definitely a fun movie, yeah. and it kind of uh, it has that nostalgia vibe to it as well. It came yeah. out in 1999, yeah. so at that time we're kind of in high school. Yeah. Um, all of the kind of classic late-90s, early-ought teen movies were rolling out. So,
2: like, Kevin Smith is kind of, like, a bit hardcore in this one, or what? Like, is it, like, Kevin Smithy or or...?
4: Uh, no, it's definitely, you know, kind of uh, say PG-13, no, yeah, okay. family fun, nice. kind
0: of... Uh, well, I think the reason this film still holds up is like, again, that was a time where was, everyone was copying screen and a lot of those bad yeah. kind of PG, teeny bopper slashers, and this film wasn't that, though. It came out around that same time, but kind of like the faculty, it was like yeah. its own thing. I mean, I guess the faculty kind of had that dialogue, but yeah. I thought this thing kind of holds up on its own uh, away from those other films of the time. I don't know. Cool. And and you didn't mention it does take place on Halloween, I believe. I think they go to a Halloween party. I oh, and either. you get to see dance uh, Alba
4: in a... Uh, Scantily clad oh, angel uh, outfit. Well, sold. <laughs>
2: and
0: my hands will be anything but idle. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was seriously just waiting for the pun.
0: <laughs> okay, my number four is a movie that uh, Scream Factory was hoping to release on Blu-ray this year. A film I've owned on DVD for a while now, but it's been long out of print. So it's kind of... Um, Went underneath the radar because no one's been able to find it unless you want to pay seventy dollars yeah. for the DVD. But uh, it is finally getting released at Christmas time. Uh, of course, I am talking about from nineteen eighty one, Hell Night. Oh fucking a, man! Um, this is a film that. Um, totally underrated in yeah. my opinion one of the better slashers Linda Blair. it doesn't take place on Halloween but it might as well it, it takes place like on Pledge Night or something yeah. but all of them are in costume like Linda Blair we got a, a grown up Linda Blair who is you know wearing a, a very revealing yeah. <laughs> shirt the whole movie um, one guy's dressed as Robin Hood but anyways yeah they have to to get into uh, the uh, fraternity? fraternity they Sorority? have to stay the night in this like old gothic mansion
2: and people are playing pranks on, yeah they're playing um, pranks they have
0: like these fake ghosts and all yeah. these fake uh, you know sound effects hidden throughout the house mm. and there's all these trap doors but it turns out at the same time there's actually these like monstrous inbred kind of yeah. monster family uh, living in the house castle it's freaks taking <laughs> out everyone um, fantastic film great atmosphere yeah. uh, again it, not Halloween but it might as well be yeah and Linda Blair's double D's yeah <laughs> uh, no, great great film and uh, yeah I'm excited to uh, pick it up on blue
2: my number three is a movie that I absolutely adore it came out when I was probably in high school and there is such a great mythos about the whole movie, and it is Blair Witch from, I guess, 1996, I want to say?
1: Yeah, you just stole,
3: like, dance number one. Did I, no, we yeah. just stole my number three. <laughs>
2: oh, amazing. So, yeah, j- jumping on this. Uh, what's great about this movie is it is almost like walking in, like, the woods, like, with these characters, and you, so you get, like, all the beautiful foliage, but there is a terrifying monster that's surrounding these guys, and you don't really know what's happening, and you get this great backstory of like this township that's kind of plagued by oh, yeah. its history. I think the, I think the, the, be, the cool. best
0: part of the film is almost the mythology. Yeah. And that, again, you, this is like you have to watch it with the Curse of Blue Witch documentary. Agree, yeah. for, I almost think that documentary mm-hmm. is better than the movie yeah, it, in a sense. But I think you definitely, if you watch them together, it feels like one whole movie. Yeah, and Because the mythology is so cool, that the fact that yeah. that's not real, but it... They've like they, that's a film. Even now, you want to like go up and like like was anything. It, it is, is a so
3: pre-internet film yeah, where yeah. there's three factors that so make well that movie of. amazing for me. Mm-hmm. One, it's the pre-internet film where you watch the Discovery Channel thing about yeah, this these tapes that were found the
2: sci-fi because
3: thing? they kind of made them think that this was real. There was yeah. no precursor to this. Is boast a, a movie? Yeah. Movie comes out, and me and Maddie growing up, like we—I always had that VHS recorder. Oh, yeah. We were constantly recording things, so the TV screen looked identical to what we were recording when so we good. used to hang out in the woods or we'd go on a hike or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have that third factor of there's nothing in that movie that couldn't happen to you in real life. Yeah, that's exactly. Nothing.
0: Good. I also think it works too. As much as it works, that you yeah. know they're camping and they're hearing all these sounds, which is terrifying. And they come out, and there's like you know the symbols built in the tree branches. But it also works just on this fear, kind of like the de- where what the descent does to you in caves, yeah. this does to you of just being lost. Like there's nothing scarier yeah. than being lost in the middle of nowhere they again. They do de- isolated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's scary, and that's like days are going by, and like they're probably running out of food. Yeah. They're starting to like bicker and and go lose at each other. Energy. Um, and lose it's just a- yeah, I don't know that that, it's terrifying because that alone even without the witch just that like that can happen to any of us even in this time you know if you're at a place where there's no cell phone reception you're done it it could be pretty i mean it still happens this people go out camping and don't come back
2: yeah the movie looks beautifully shot right like i love being in the woods and this kind of has that you're in the woods constantly which i think is kind of cool
3: didn't you get lost on a
2: hike last i did i did actually (laughs) it was fun no witches (laughs) found me so i was good to go
3: What's really cool about that movie too is if you like if you like that movie and you look more into it and we're mm-hmm. talking about the original not the remake but mm-hmm. like if you look into that the director that made that movie even yeah. though he was an indie guy was an asshole to the people that were in this movie well, yeah. just to make them more agitated to give it more <laughs> of that real yeah. feeling like yeah. like that kind of sleep deprived <laughs> frustrated
2: use it i'm lying on a broken glass yes use it action <laughs>
0: yeah it's a great movie that's another one that was very Mm -hmm. tough to leave off my list but I had a feeling at least one of you guys would include it
4: Alrighty, um, so my number three is actually a movie from 1991 oh. uh, featuring uh, Catwoman, Eartha Kit. Oh, and does it involve a guy named Jim Varney? Indeed it does. Oh, amazing. Ernest <laughs> uh, uh, Scared them, yeah. Stupid. Amazing. <laughs> Fucking
2: A, man. I actually, I was thinking about this movie, why it, it should have made my list too, like I really enjoy the opening credits, I enjoy Eartha Kit as like the Wicked Witch, I even looked at the look of these trolls, That yeah, it's really cool. Oh
4: yeah, it's great practical effects mm. for the trolls, yeah. It's been one of those like Halloween movies that's been part of my Halloween since you know 1991, essentially.
2: And I sometimes still giggle at Ernest. I know I shouldn't, but I still find him funny.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think you can go wrong with
0: him. At least early, like those first First three three or four films. I mean, Mm -hmm. once he started writing again, it got bad. Yeah, or slow. Wow, I forgot about that one. (laughs) There's a reason you
2: forgot about that
0: one. (laughs) Uh, Breaking in my top three here. I'm hoping I spoil this from Matty's list since he took one of mine, but maybe not um, since it hasn't shown up yet. Um, I thought this would be higher, but when I did the order, I threw it in here. From 2007, Trick or Treat. Yeah, it's my number one, actually. (laughs) Okay what can you say I mean not not only is it a great anthology but if I had to pick a film that represented Halloween the most every single every single frame has a a decoration or like something Halloween it's all about following the traditions of Halloween and what happens if you don't Mm -hmm. all the stories I would say it's one of the few anthologies where they're all good Good. or at least decent in my opinion Mm -hmm. like I don't have problems with any of them um, and there's
2: such a great like dark humor about the whole movie too is oh yeah amazing. yeah yeah
0: and you get that too that tongue Tonga mm-hmm. ghost story vibe with the, the one star with the dead kids the in kids the bus. in the bus
2: and that scene where they're all wearing like their homemade masks is the creepiest scene in that movie and yeah. it looks so good
0: and of course we gotta mention we've had Freddy we've had um, Jason yeah. there hasn't I guess Scream there hasn't really been a lot of um,
2: monsters Victor Crowley maybe but like maybe, even that's uh, even that's kind of like more yeah. a
0: homage to the other ones but we haven't <laughs> had any like Jigsaw char- yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> kidding I- <laughs> Was, no, no. I, I no, Yeah, you're counts, right. Yeah, but he, he does count. I, he isn't. You know, I'm not a huge of a fan of him. But anyways, uh, Sam, in my opinion, yeah. is up there with the best. I would even put him over Chucky and stuff. Yeah. just such a cool look, such a great character. Yeah, and it's again, this should probably, if you had to pick one film to watch Halloween, this would probably be the number one. But yeah. I uh, moved it down two slots for you'll see in, 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 in a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah it's uh, it's an amazing film.
2: And I'm a sucker for an anthology, and this is probably one of my favorites. I know it seems crazy, but it's so good every single story works very well and every single story is Halloween to the tits which I thought that scene
0: cool. where like he comes out and there's like a hundred pumpkins all across yeah. it, like, that's oh, so cool. Yeah. or
2: even like that scene all like the ghosts that the girl set up just for like the her uh, decorations I think mm-hmm. it's fun too
0: My- Michael Daughtery he did this he did mm-hmm. Krampus and what's he doing like Godzilla or Star Wars or he's doing another big film but that guy's on fire yeah, I mean, he's only dude. done one film every couple years yeah, it's but they're, awesome, they're all great so far so uh, Dan, you're number three. Yeah, I did play witch, right? Oh wait, be no, <laughs> my your number, number two. two. Maddie, you're number two then. Halloween
2: three. <laughs> Do you have Halloween three in your list? Maybe. Oh, my <laughs> motherfucker! Yeah, this movie is absolutely amazing. It's another thing like there is great atmosphere. like Halloween is in pretty much every scene in this movie too, which is mm-hmm. really cool. There's something great about the looks of these masks. And there is robots, which fucking rock, and this fantastic score. And there was one of my favorite scenes of actual like a trick or treating, where these kids are walking along this like a uh, backlit scene like the dusk. at the desk, and like the red sunset, yeah. and the kids walking up the road. Which I is think, it's a poster looks, of the film, which looks so, so beautiful. Good. Like that gets another pumpkin in my mind. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my uh, number two list. I imagine we'll talk about this later.
3: <laughs> uh, Danny, you're number two. My number two is a newer movie called The Boy. The Boy. And it was one of those movies where I saw a preview for it, and I'm like, this just looks like a mellow, dramatic, kind of cheesy So there's two films
0: called The Boy that both came out like the same year or within a year apart. Is this The Doll, The Boy?
3: This is The Doll, The Boy.
0: Sorry, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I know the other movie you're talking about, but no, yeah, this is The Boy with The Doll. And there's not much I can say about this other than, like, I watched the trailer, and I was like... This looks ridiculous, and I wasn't going to buy it, and I went to the DVD place that I always go to, and and Courtney was like, I want to see this movie. I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, okay. So we put it in, and we watched it, you know, lights out on a Sunday night, just thinking, and I went from thinking, oh, this is exactly what I thought it was, to, oh, this is crazy cheesy, mm-hmm. to, fuck this this is fucking uh, I, insane
0: yeah I, I was hoping I could rip on you with your pick but I actually yeah, really enjoyed this movie really well. I that's under and I agree with you it's one of those films like it kind of starts out and it's good but it's kind of like I've seen this all before it's a bit cliche but without spoiling anything like that last half it's like whoa didn't expect it well I actually
3: crazy. I, we were <laughs> watching it and I was kind of pissed that she had like been I really want to watch this movie so I bought it and it sat there for like a month and she's like we should watch it and I'm like "Man, nah, yeah. so I purposely put the lights out put a candle on I'm like I'm gonna try to freak." Yeah myself out watching this cheesy ass shit movie and there comes a point in the movie where you're just like this is so freaking bad and i went outside to have a smoke and came back in five minutes later i'm like what the fuck just happened hey, yeah and then we're winding yeah. it trying to figure out what's going on yeah. but yeah definitely definitely worth a watch this yeah. october
0: yeah I'll, I'll go with you on that one mm-hmm.
4: uh jimmy number two Alrighty, so um Figured number two, I need to have at least one uh, like solid creature feature on yeah, my well, list, of and uh, any Jimmy Diamond list would not be complete without a David Cronenberg film. <laughs> of course. So uh, my number two is actually uh, The Fly. Oh, amazing! The one with uh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that
2: worked really well. The, oh, is that Brindle Fly. <laughs> Brindle
4: Fly. Oh, yeah. And
0: uh, Gina Davis in her prime. Oh yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, one of the greatest sci-fi slash horror films.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. Just a kind of a fun, atmospheric movie. Kind of deals with some kind of complex yeah. themes if you want to get into it. But
0: That, like,
2: um, creature at the end is so fucking dope. Oh, it's, it's got some of the yeah.
4: best gooey
0: effects. Yeah. If you want to film that the effects to make yeah. your skin crawl, this is that film. Like it is his Code falling Coderbergh-esque. His teeth are <laughs> falling out, and uh, by the end of it, like, it's it's hard to watch it because yeah. it's so disgusting. Like, yeah. it's just, uh ugh. ugh. so what's your number two buddy Uh, my number two um, I guess both my picks are kind of obvious at this part but Mm -hmm. I won't spell number one I'll act like it's (laughs) a surprise but my number two you've talked about from 1980 The Fog Yeah. this is a film it's kind of weird like I can watch this this is that one film I can't maybe yeah. I don't know if I can think of another film that I can totally watch in the summer I think it takes place in April Uh, I believe. it kind of has that beach and stuff but then I can also it works totally perfectly as an October film as well like you mentioned fog. opens up kind of with that campfire yeah. tale which is
3: it's a again, Jaws a movie tale. Yeah. where you can watch Jaws like in that fall I, I well you can Jaws watch it in the December fall but it's also got yeah, the yeah. fear aspect
0: yeah but I mean, again, this is a film that's all about that atmosphere, that mist. When that mist comes in, it's or the fog, so fucking cool. I love the look of the pirates, at the glowing eyes, oh, the pirate ghosts. Though I love the story, possibly my favorite horror score of all time. I that score is it. amazing. Um,
3: I hate to admit, I've never seen it. What? Whoa. I've never seen. The, I could like, I could see the poster. I yeah. could see that. I've. I might even own it. I just don't think it, I've we'll ever hype watched it.
0: And it. then you'll watch and be like, "It was good," but then you'll be thinking about. it. Then next you realize you actually watch watched like the remake instead so of the actual yeah, no, movie. The no it's, kidding. The, it's funny because yeah, this is yeah. in my opinion one of the greatest horror yeah. films of all the time. The Why is LL Cool J in this? <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is so weird. <laughs> Why yeah. is he rapping? <laughs> <laughs> and just the way it opens up too, where it opens up and it's um, it's all silent, and you're just you know, it, it's this quiet opening, and then all of a sudden, the the clock strikes. And everything's going off in the town, and I thought oh, that's yeah. just so well done. And again, in my opinion, one of Carpenter's best films, I, one of the best horror films of all time. I
2: do love small towns in movies. You know, they always seem like yeah. so uh, not desolate, but like almost like creepier because they're so abandoned, like they're so sleepy. That yeah, like, no one's there to help you if you're not in the actual downtown core. Yeah, and where the priest feel. is
0: like telling what he learned with yeah. the townspeople did, what his mm. you know relatives did, and it's just like I don't know, man. That that film, uh, dare I say it, almost in my opinion opinion a it's, perfect film. Yeah. I know people have issues. Apparently it wasn't scary enough, so he went back and shot all these slasher moments. That but style. you don't really notice. Yeah. Like to me it, it works and again don't want to spoil but the and, ending is fantastic like yeah. everything I like about and you also have camera name right Adrian now but Ricardo? the girl from um Halloween, but yeah, of course, Adrienne Barbeau, who is, in my opinion, like a horror queen. Yeah. Uh, so many classic films she's done. You have uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom the Stash Atkins, yeah, yeah. who you can't go wrong with. Mm. One of the greatest really actors second? of all yeah, time. I they
2: have like two or three of his movies in. Uh, yeah. my list.
0: And uh, Janet Lee, um, mm. of course, from Psycho, and Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. What's the priest? Uh, is it John Carpenter? No, John Carpenter's in there. He's the. Um, the musician at the church, uh, or the organ player. Hal Holbrook plays the uh, priest okay, who is yeah. uh, in so many great genre flicks mm. as well. But yeah, it, it's one of those films, again, to me it's like that perfect uh, you, can, you can really watch any time of the year. Yeah. Uh, so we've already covered your number one. Trick which or treat, was baby. Trick or treat. Uh, Dan, your number one?
3: My number one is actually only on the list because it was the first movie I've seen in the last five years that put goosebumps on me while I was watching it. And it is a if movie. If you say
0: inconvenient truth, I'm going to punch you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's an inconvenient sequel. We all need to worry about. It. I
0: thought you were going to say that video of your mom showering. <laughs> it gives me goosebumps. You think my mother out but of it. She's a, a saint. <laughs> and maybe about the size of a goosebump, Kyle. But... I, you guys are
4: assholes.
3: Uh, no, it is a movie that I just kind of randomly picked up. Value Village. And I started watching it, uh, and it freaked the living hell out of me. But I blame it like on Dad raising us, watching Unsolved Mysteries and Sightings and oh, all that yeah, kind of stuff. It's, it's a movie called The Fourth Kind.
2: Oh, yeah. I actually really enjoyed this movie, actually.
3: It freaked the living hell out of me. Because yeah. they kind of present it like it's a documentary, where like they have split screen of like the woman going through like hypnotic therapy. What and, actually like, happened. Regressional therapy. But then they have the actor also acting kind of, Mm. like, saying the same words they're saying. And it's about alien abduction because it's based... Not on a true story, but of a true event where mm-hmm. in Nome, Alaska, they've had people that have just disappeared. Nome, Alaska yeah. is one of those places where you can only get to by plane. So if someone decides to say, "Hey, screw you guys, I'm out of here," jumps on a plane and fucks off. Like it's not that like they're checking passports. Yeah. So like people will disappear from this town. You add that to being isolated in Alaska, <laughs> where yeah. like you have two hours of light a day. Yeah it just has that creepy element. Someone was like, what if it's alien abduction and kind of ran with it? Cause some people did claim aliens and this movie, just the way it's shot. And what it was great spooky, about right? it is I was watching Courtney to actually see if she was Googling shit because I had her convinced that the people that were, like, being hypnotized, like, were actually the real yeah. clips that they had. So she was really freaked out during the whole thing, which made me in turn even more freaked out because nice. I don't believe in aliens, but alien abduction because of watching it so young you out, the hell out of I, Yeah, me. I agree. Like, I can't sleep on my back because of that shit.
0: (laughs) I I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much Mm as something like Far in the Sky, but I liked it. But one thing it did do well is, uh, like Blair Witch, it did do a good job. Like, I remember when this came out, I was, like, in this day and age... I was trying to look up info on the internet and they did a good job of uh, kind sweeping of sweeping uh, it a little bit I, they yeah they, they, they the did a the good job a like bit. there's some tidbits that are real yeah. and I don't know I thought they did a good job with the marketing of it yeah yeah it was
3: it was one of those movies where I'd never seen a yeah. preview never seen anything and, and I just kind of really well. saw it it was super cheap and even like it and it and it it on top of the here that Marina
2: Jonovich is the uh, actress like what you're seeing is reenactments of what actually happened there'll be a split screen no like do like her yes.
3: rendition and then the yes. actual yeah 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 uh, it was one of those movies where, like, I had goosebumps yeah. while watching it. Like, just listening it's to like that one, like, one
2: guy broke his back. Like, I thought that was real fucked up. Didn't yeah,
3: it? yeah. It, it's just it's it's a great movie to watch. Yeah, that's my number one.
4: Cool, uh, Jimmy. All right, so uh, I was a little torn to what to uh, what to do at this point. So uh, rather than going with the uh, you know the number one top uh, you know Halloween sort of vibe because um, yeah, I always get that sort of like fall harvest yeah. sort of warm and fuzzy from you know some of the openings in like Halloween yeah. Uh, The one that I wanted to save for last and kind of uh, share with the listeners is a uh, a little gem that I found a few years ago. Uh, It's called Rock and Roll Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) I've never even heard of this. So this movie is amazing.
1: It's it's not a
4: high-budget Oscar-worthy film by any means. Um, Definitely kind of (laughs) low-budget Uh, it
2: pretty much uh, works perfectly in your like a uh, list of things like this is exactly like how it should have gone for your list like this is number one of all these like crazy movies
4: <laughs> yeah so essentially there's uh you know this band manager uh you know that he needs to find a new frontman for his uh you know his rock band so uh he can't find anyone so he uh enlists his uh, nephew uh frank <laughs> to essentially make him a uh, frankenstein monster uh front man for this band so uh, of course he you know uh, Hits the uh, the local uh, rock and roll graveyard, yeah. and, uh, and you know takes you know Jim Morrison's butt yeah. and Jimi Hendrix's hands and um, Mick Jagger's lips. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> when sounds he, amazing. It he gets a uh, little this. south of the border, um, he decides on Liberace's wang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, at this point, hilarity ensues. <laughs>
3: You know what? I can actually see the title for this movie. Like, you should actually redo their whole thing. So, no matter what the poster says, like, have it rock and roll Frankenstein. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. And then be like Liberace's Wang. (laughs) And curiosity ensues. (laughs) And hilarity ensues. Jimmy Diamond. (laughs) That's what you need on there. Because Jimmy Diamond, the name Jimmy Diamond, wouldn't
0: be far off on having a poster like that. I definitely need to check that out. Yeah, you'll you'll love it. Right up my alley.
1: Just because um, he said Liberace a great swag. Double,
0: <laughs> double feature with Frank and Hooker or something. My number one, of course, it's already been spoiled. You've already talked about it. If you can see my phone, it's actually the screensaver on it, but um, from 1982. It doesn't sound bitter Jordan. at all. <laughs> Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, as much as Trick or Treat probably does a better job of selling the holiday, Mm. this is the film for me. I I don't know why. I remember watching it as a kid. I was a Michael Myers fan, and then I was all excited to tape Halloween 3. And then I was like, wait. Where the fuck's Michael Myers? and I kept on thinking like, ah, oh, maybe it's just gonna be this big build-up. He's gonna yeah. come twenty minutes, thirty minutes in, and like, I, I think I waited literally to like the last ten minutes, and I was like, I guess he's not showing up. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and then like, I think I stopped watching it at that yeah. point. Like, I just had no interest. You do get a brief glimpse of him. He's on the TV because it's like Halloween is on. Watch TV. Halloween. This hey, is that right before the Shamrock. This film, I mean, Tom the yeah. Stachakins, of course. You get to see him bed. Of course, a young lady. Of course, one of the greatest lines where she's like. Well, would you like to stay in my hotel? That's a dumb question. <laughs> um, and just like ditching bing, his kids bing, bing, bing. too to like bed this young this young woman, he's helping her find, find her out what father. happened to her father. But really, you know, he's just trying to get in her pants. Yeah, of um, but he's always amazing. But really, why this film works? The score is again. When I said the fog is one of the best scores. This is probably up there. Mm. It's got. to are talking that- about the jingle. Well both the score and the, the the jingle, the silver shamrock jingle, which is amazing. The I love the masks and just the whole mythology, the whole story without spoiling too much. I mean it's pretty much about the sadistic guy that um is Stonehenge is in there. Yeah. And it's pretty much him getting revenge by with, with these masks that when these kids put on these masks and watch this jingle on Halloween at whatever time 6pm, 7pm, 8pm pretty
1: they much like rots bugs. their head yeah. and yeah
0: these bugs eat their like what a messed up movie yeah. amazing right <laughs> for a mainstream movie and just the guy that um what's his name um Cochran. Cochran is the villain. He's just that. Yeah. He's just that perfect over-the-top kind of typical like a, uh, villain. You know, yeah. he, he's like a Bond villain. He's yeah. going to give you the speech of what's happening right before he kills you. He sets the guy up in a room with the ma- like everything. He sets up in yeah. a guy in a room so he can escape easily. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's fantastic. Good, it's a film that yeah, I, I'm really glad because everyone hated it. Like myself, but the past couple of years, people are starting to realize yeah, the masterpiece it that it is. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, it's got some cool robots. It's one of those films too. You don't know what's going on. Like it, it does this good job of kind of building this mystery, and yeah, like you keep on getting little bits revealed, and it's not to the end that it all makes sense. Makes sense, but it, it does a great job. Like it's not scary, but it's definitely kind of um
2: oh zany, spooky. I, I, I thought. Well, it was I was really just cool.
0: gonna say, like it just kind of makes you feel uneasy. Like yeah, you're there in the hotel with him, and it's like it's one of those films where like you're in this small town and everyone could be against you. Yeah. I mean, like you feel like it's you against many and I don't know that always creeps me out in films, I but, um, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, uh, my number one. Hey, good hey, list, good choice, dude. Yeah, good list everybody. So that was our top 10 films that we recommend you watch this month. Hopefully there's a couple on there that you guys haven't heard of. Hopefully a couple that you'll uh, really dig and become a part of your annual tradition. Yep, yep. Uh, we do have some listener lists, which we're going to get into in a second, but we're just going to take a, a quick break here and say goodbye to Danny and Jimmy. Yeah, get the hell out of here, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> and take your damn list with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. So we asked uh, various groups, not just our group page, but a couple other horror group pages that we're uh, we're fans of or, or are yeah. part of, to also share their lists, and we're going to just uh, run down them here. Um, any films that we want to um, comment on, we'll just jump in at any time. Yeah. Um, some of these people just kind of would throw out a movie that they recommend, not necessarily a top five list, um, but we'll just kind of read it out the best we can to make this uh, an enjoyable, a bit more flowing listening experience for you guys but again hopefully there's a couple flicks in here there's definitely there's one or two that I hadn't heard of that I kind of was like ah that sounds interesting so anyways why don't we just jump in with it uh, I guess we'll just kind of alternate reading them off yeah, sounds um, good. David Bratz just threw out Houses that October built exclamation <laughs> mark I do like this movie <laughs> the sequel comes out this month also yeah. um, that's actually a movie in our old podcast we were sent to screener and yeah. we watched it
2: the shitty part is it was such a, like, a terrible like uh, almost like a it looks like someone like, videotaped it from like, oh, a yeah, TV the. The quality that. it
0: was meant to be watched on a laptop, so we yeah. tried to blow it up watching on the TV, so yeah. the quality is very pixelated. And then on top of it, they had like this is a property of yeah. and it wasn't like some of those screeners they have it, it comes up every twenty minutes yeah. or something. That one was literally on the screen in the middle screen the whole the film. Time. So I
2: really uh, I regret watching this as like a yeah. TV, like the, uh, screener. I should have just like waited and just yeah, but it, when it, it came I I. Yeah.
0: Quite enjoyed it. It is a movie. Yeah, I want to revisit. I think it's hard to find on Blu-ray though. I think it? it was only released like on Best Buy in the states, so yeah. um, it's kind of a hard one to find. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm excited mm-hmm. to uh, see the sequel, and, and I definitely a great one to check out because if you're a fan of all those like um, haunted houses, haunted what do they call them? The spook houses, Halloween oh, haunts. haunts, Halloween haunts. Uh, yeah, you should dig the movie. But uh, yeah, great pick.
2: A uh, Travis Desmond of uh, Travis and Vic's Drunken Horror Adventure says. I'll just say that trick-or-treat should be on everyone's list. It feels even more like Halloween than JC's Halloween itself.
0: Yeah, we, of course, both yeah. had trick-or-treat on yeah. our list. That's an obvious choice. Yeah, he also shared, he had like a 20-minute a video. I unfortunately haven't had a chance to watch mm. it where he had his recommendations. But uh, there you go. Um, John Elfast, and I, we apologize if we're not pronouncing these <laughs> names wrong. If you've listened to any of our we podcasts, read very well. we're terrible at reading names. Uh, he says, here's five recent gems that I can recommend for the season. Don't Knock Twice, A Dark Song, Killing Ground, The Other Side of the Door, and The Void. Other Side of the Door, I, I it was enjoyable. I had some issues with it. But it, it's definitely, if you enjoy like Pet Cemetery and any yeah. that kind of films, uh, I think you'd dig it. But yeah, I haven't seen a lot of those other ones. Dark Song and The Void especially, I've heard yeah. really great things. I, I want to pick up The Void, actually. I, I might even grab it before the month's over. Oh, awesome. Let me know.
2: Andrew Rooney says... Okay, this would make a neat little Halloween movie marathon ramping up to the scares. Garfield's Halloween Adventure, Trick or Treat, Clue, Friday the 13th, and Halloween. This needs to be started around 11 p.m. to start hitting home at the midnight hour.
0: Awesome. And then he has a little asterisk for Black Christmas, mm-hmm. I guess. If you if you want to watch it, uh, yeah, those are interesting picks. Again, a lot of yeah. you, you see a lot of like trick or treaters on yeah. a lot of people's lists. Halloween, of course. Um, Clues, an interesting one. I actually just watched that for the first time. We talked about it on the yeah. show, and I had fun with it. I, I could definitely see it. I mentioned on the show because mm-hmm. it has like it's in a gothic mansion she during a thunderstorm. It is dripping
2: and, with atmosphere. And Paranorman is a good swap for Garfield.
0: And then he also adds The Burbs as uh, another possibility, if you ever get sick of Clue, which I I could see that too. Yeah, The Burbs, I I would fit in with Halloween. That's actually a good list.
2: And he also really digs uh, Tales of Halloween, but it's a bit mean-spirited and he doesn't want two anthologies on a single night.
4: Yeah, I I could
0: see that. I think if you're going to watch Trick or Treat, you might want to choose one or the other. I personally think Trick or Treat is a much better choice. But I guess if if you've done Trick or Treat... I, I I dug some stories, but I probably was, disliked more yeah. than, than I enjoyed. But it's something I, I want to revisit. But yeah, I guess if it's one of those films, if you've done trick-or-treat yeah. every year, then you, you know, want to switch it up. It up yeah. Uh, Richard H. Areho, um his list, uh, he mentions The Exorcist, The Thing, Halloween, Insidious, and, of course, the original Poltergeist. Amazing. Pretty much five classics there. Yeah, you can't that, really go wrong uh, with any of those. Gold stars, man. Yeah, and I believe I commented that The Exorcist does have that great fall atmosphere, and he, yeah. he mentioned that, uh, yeah, that walk home at the beginning of the movie really sets yeah. the uh, time of the year in the atmosphere, which I totally agree.
2: Kenneth Rooker suggests watching Demons, The Exorcist, The Innocents... Trick or Treat or Krampus, Suspiria, The Strangers, Bride of Frankenstein, Diabolic, Audition, Kill Baby Kill, The Witch, It Follows, The Thing, Hausu, Horror Express, The Evil Dead, Orphan, Train to Busan, Rosemary's Baby, Halloween, Pet Oni Onibaba, House of the Devil, When a Stranger Calls, The First 15 Minutes of the Original, Creepshow, and The Body Snatchers, and Black Christmas the Original, Straightjacket, And Black Sunday. Oh, wait. We just said five, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he does comment. He added a, a little too many there, but um, again, a lot of great choices. Suspiria made, of course, my yeah. list. Trick or treat again. That seems to be the one that like is yeah. a new annual tradition for a lot of people. Um, a really interesting choice on there for me was um, Horror Express, which I just uh, watched last year for the first time and really dug it. Yeah, that would totally be a great one to watch out Halloween. You have um, Peter Cushing and I believe in uh, Christopher Lee. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's quite cool. I think a train abuse on. It. I haven't seen that yet, but I've heard really good things. I want to check that out. Yeah, that's a I'm good over. one as well. Um Scott Kunkel, another um trick-or-treat is a must. Uh Barry Ewan, he used to make regular appearances on the Whore, etc. Mm-hmm. Always has some great classic uh, choices. Uh, he's got the the original The Haunting from nineteen sixty three, of course. Uh, not that terrible, terrible remake. <laughs> uh, Black Sabbath, which uh, made my list. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Circus, the uh, Hammer film. I oh, actually awesome. have that, and I need to uh, throw it in. Um, Let's Scare Jessica to Death, which gotcha. just oozes uh, atmosphere yeah. and dread. And Castle of Blood, which I haven't seen, and, but I really need to actually mention that. And he said, um, it used to be shown every Halloween on our local TV station. So it was part of my tradition as a kid to go trick-or-treating, then come home to Castle of Blood. Although the TV version used the Castle of Terror title, you have have to see it. It's the perfect Halloween movie. Um, yeah, I, right. it's, I need to add that to my list.
2: Heather Seabock suggests we watch Murder Party. It's a Halloween tradition for me that doesn't get enough love. Which, that's a film we've been yeah, praising for years. Uh, be so good,
0: I'm glad right? that now that um, Jeremy Saulnier is mm-hmm. kind of getting big after Green Room yeah. and uh, Blue Ruin, that everyone's going back and checking out yeah, his first so film. Yeah, it's right? Yeah, it's, it's one that yeah, we've been talking Talk about for a long for time. For a while. Uh, Shannon Schultz uh,
2: says, Halloween, Trick or Treat, the 80s and the 90s version, Terror Train, Windchill,
0: and The Gate. So I think that's not 90s, that's the 2000 version. Oh, I thought it was... And like, I think yeah. by Trick or Treat. Yeah. So there's Trick or Treat, which is the 80s I was, heavy I metal. Born? yeah. Fucking A, man. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Trick or Treat, I guess, yeah. is the difference. But um, yeah, great uh, yeah.
2: great films. Shannon was always wondering if the uh, Houses at October was any good. And I yeah. suggest watching it, man. Yeah, another, another day,
0: discussion on that film. Yeah. Uh, again, that's kind of one that, like when it came out it no one would really talk about it, kind of got yeah. lost in the mix i think maybe the the way it was marketed yeah. maybe they sent uh, everyone bad screeners yeah yeah be. Okay. <laughs> and now we're just bitter about it um yeah, but we we do appreciate when people send us screener yeah. i just think again like yeah. if you're going to send a screener you want people to have a good yeah. review of that film and it's hard to give a film a good review Listen, if you have we are probably some across. of the only people that
2: are <laughs> buying movies these
0: days so yeah. maybe uh Throw us a Blu-ray yeah, away. Yeah, come on, honestly. people. <laughs> what is that, a buck? Yeah, come on. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, and yeah, I commented that I really enjoyed it. Um, and then... Uh, convers- I think you bragged,
2: actually, I got seen in a screener.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I did talk about the uh, the bad screener we saw that it, it kind of uh, tampered my. I don't my... mean
2: to brag or anything, but I watched that on the screener. They sent to me because I have a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I was just saying that it kind of tampered my um you? view of it, yeah. But uh, yeah, Michelle uh, uh, Collier joined in saying great movie. And Jerooney, I dug it. Um, Keith Calder, I remember feverishly searching for this movie because it wasn't on the Canadian Netflix, just the U.S. one, which uh, another pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah. Is. Every podcast mentions like and you always see, oh, it's on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. I don't think people realize that like what's on American Netflix is probably not on the UK one or Canadian yeah. one. We have shit. So anytime bull- you guys mention it's bullshit, right? It's on Netflix. It does yeah. us no good, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> you um, lucky pricks. <laughs> yeah, I know. You go on. And it's like, oh, I want to. See. I've been waiting to see a film. Oh. But don't worry, we hey, have. Uh, we don't
2: have the house of October, but we have the house. Is January build. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love story involving uh, Meg Ryan and uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. And they get together
0: in the coldest month of the year. <laughs> I'd possibly watch that. But uh, anyway, sorry. It's frustrating trend that indie stuff themed Christmas and holiday consistently doesn't seem to make the cut. And I re- would really like to know how they make these decisions. Yeah, I did notice that too. Netflix Canada. I don't know if the U.S. Is the same way, but mm-hmm. they'll get Halloween movies after Halloween. It's weird, right? And then they'll get Christmas movies, but. Then, like up to December first, and they'll uh, remove them. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, enjoyed it when I finally tracked it down. Weird, personal fun. Not holding my breath for this year's to come over either.
2: Stephen Brewer says, "My go-to every October is Suspiria, Fright Night, the original, Evil Dead, Phantasm, and Halloween."
0: Uh, yeah, great yeah. picks again. And Fright Night's another one that it was close to make my list. I really enjoyed that. It's and fucking dope, right? Maybe next year.
2: Have you seen the? Um documentary that they did about it
0: i know i need to yeah you're what is it you're so cool brewster or yeah 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 uh, Clay Campbell-esque says, Tremors, Mad Monster Party, Seven Faces of Dr. Lao, which is one of the films I haven't um, seen that it. out. It, it looked interesting. It looked like a weird <laughs> one. Um, I don't know how it would fit Halloween, but I guess he said it's kind of become an annual tradition. Uh, it and Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man, which is an interesting choice because most people will say meet Frankenstein, yeah. so he it says Invisible personal Man. choice, right? But you know what? The Invisible Man is probably my favorite of the Universal Monster series, <laughs> so...
2: Uh, Patrick Tumulty says, I like the uh, Halloween-centric films, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Trick or Treat, Halloween
0: and the Halloween Tree. Nice. Some uh, praise for Halloween Tree there. And uh, Hocus Pocus is another fun one, like if you want a family uh, Halloween one. William Bryant Daniels says, Martyrs, The Serpent the Rainbow, Trick or Treat, Halloween, and Dead Alive. And spend all month rotating between Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, and Freddy's Nightmares for regular TV watching. <laughs> Amazing. That's a fun, I like yeah. that way you kind of mix in yeah. the episodes in between. Um, I may be doing something similar like that um, okay. for our Shocktober, which we'll talk about on next episode.
2: <laughs> all tool time, all Tim Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Brian Kale says, the vampire lovers started the lovely Ingrid Pitt. LOL. Actually, that's I, I, a, I think that's, that a, that's a
0: ham, hammer from yeah. no, Actually, I own that and haven't got around to watching. I should throw that yeah. in. I've seen like the first five minutes. I, I've I
2: watched like five minutes at a time, kind of deal. <laughs>
0: I've, I've heard it's actually really a really good movie, yeah. though. Besides the, you know, the beautiful yeah. vampire babes in it sucking. Uh, Jason
2: Jans recommends a Nightmare Weekend from 1984. It features head explosions, roller skating, a talking ham puppet named George, tough biker dudes, aerobics a computer system which transforms inorganic objects into deadly weapons, zombies, and a science oblivious to the horror until it's too late. This movie sounds
0: amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold on that one. I think that's one that um, Vinegar Syndrome released on Blu-ray, oh, yeah? so I might have to look into that. Uh, Dave Velasquez says, uh, Halloween franchise, take your pick. The Exorcist, Creepshow, Trick or Treat, and Frankenstein, the Universal uh, franchise. Awesome. Uh, Chris Downs, the uh Downsy. The, the head of uh Hor Horset. Yeah, Hor kinda of runs that and if you piss him off you get booted out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hopefully he's
2: mad with power.
0: Yeah, but he, he always has uh, some interesting choices. Um I have perennial faves like Cabin in the Woods, Fright Night and The Blob that always get a watch in October. Uh, the Blob would be a fun yeah. one. Uh, but for a few lesser-known choices, I'd give a go to Dark Waters, a great Lovecraftian horror with atmosphere to burn. Another cool. one that I've been praising for years. And is I'm, that the anthology one? No, this um, is the one. It's kind of like a Lovecraftian with nuns and a church. Oh, kind right, of right, right. It's a very right, yes, like yes, yes, Fucci-esque yes, yes. yeah. vibe, but Fucci mixed with Lovecraft. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool. It's it's a film that actually... I, I bought the DVD when it originally came out, and it came with, like a, and it like came a with the original statue? stone tablet. Yeah, that's um, fucking dope. But yeah... It, Severn released it on Blu-ray this year and now a lot of people are starting to find out about it yeah. which is really cool because again it's one of those films like I'd always mention for underrated gems and like you'd never is like anyone talk about it. love it or hate
2: it isn't that one of them uh,
0: I think No I think yeah. it's just a small film yeah. like I th- again I think this company released on DVD and yeah. then it went out of print and then, you know you couldn't really find it it's not something that you know yeah. is playing on TV all the time. I so. Uh, he mentions Angst the greatest European serial killer film ever amazing central performance cracking score and astonishing camera work. Uh, I've heard great things about this I Again, I think it's another film that was like long lost for a while, and then it was released on Blu-ray this year. Awesome. But it's supposed to be really good. I heard it's kind of like very dark, and I don't know if it's dark. And like, like Henry, yeah, uh, raw meat, a cannibal movie with genuine yeah, pathos, yeah, yeah, yeah. and surely a kissing cousin to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Plus Donald Pleasance in his best role. Yeah. Honestly, again, another film that hit uh, Blu-ray this year I from Blue Underground. Movie. I actually haven't seen. I need oh, to it's awesome. cannibals uh, in an underground uh, subway. subway. Right? Yeah. Uh, Lake Mungo caught this. Only the other day, and it seriously creeped me out, definitely the most effective found-footage ghost movie out there I've seen so far— um, yeah, we've been talking that praise for Yeah, a while, again, so. yeah, this guy's like got all the uh, hidden gems yeah. uh, that uh, we've been we've been talking mm. about that uh, again, I'm always glad to see when a film that you love but no one else like yeah. saw and then someone sees it and they start praising it, and yeah. you're like, yeah. That's right. Uh, but yeah, Lake Mungo, one of the few films that actually creeped me out. It's it's good, man. <laughs> uh, and then he ends it with the wailing. Opinions are divided on this, but I adored it. It's weird, mm. creepy, and compelling. Um, mm. it was kind of divided for me. I yeah. enjoyed some aspects of it. The uh, exorcist scene is one of the craziest exorcist scenes yeah. you'll ever see in, on film. Um, some of the other parts so were a little weird. It's a little long, but it's definitely an interesting film. It's
2: three hours too, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, pretty, uh... it,
0: it's long. But it's it's one of those films, again, I think you know I'm going to want to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, just because there's so much to take in. Mm-hmm. And then finally, from Anthony Rotolo, he says, Halloween 3... Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Legend of Hell House. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the House that Dripped Blood. Yeah. yeah. Amicus Anthology. <laughs> Don Coscarelli's Kenny and Company. That's a nice, interesting choice. That's kind choice. Of
2: fucking awesome because Reggie's in that too, isn't he? He's like the principal.
0: Yeah. And it's got. Uh, yeah. It takes place. It's uh, the kid like trying to get a costume, and it's a, like it, it's this yeah. nice coming of age story yeah. again. A film that you don't hear a lot of people talk about. I guess it's not really a horror a film, but it takes Halloween. place on Halloween, so it's a great choice. And City of the Dead, which I've been wanting to see, yeah. but um, he shared a list of five films in general yeah. but he was uh, nice enough to actually record um, five films and this uh, this works kind of uh, almost as a, as a plug to his podcast as well because uh, we're big fans mm-hmm. and uh, he put together five TV films uh, awesome. that you should watch in October TV films are one of those things that, like again a lot of people kind of turn their nose up I find and oh, th- and they are so good from like, yeah, like, like the 70s if you 80s. give them a chance man yeah. everything I've been watching I've been watching a lot in the past couple of years in mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s wherever I can find them and I don't know man I'd say like I'm, they're batting a pretty high yeah. average for me like I dig most of them they they move at a slower pace their I own pace Night but Night they're the really
2: I think would have been a TV movie I'm trying to think of like the yeah. uh,
0: Halloween uh, the great ones uh, Midnight Hour yeah Right, eh. But anyways, here's his um, list of five films that uh, you should watch in October, TV films. We're going to play it here, and then at the end, we'll uh, quickly uh, just uh, comment on his choices, and then we'll end the show, because um, it is getting a little long. Um, I think this runs for about 10 minutes, so a lot more classy, intelligent speaker than we are. <laughs> well, he's not making fart noises and comparing dicks on No, Exactly. He uses more than the same three-word choices. But um, here you go. Let's uh, play it.
5: Well, hey, Kyle and Maddie, this is Anthony from TV Terror Podcast. I've really been enjoying your new group and show, Movie City Maniacs. I finally got around to checking it out. I listened to the intro episode and the house episodes, a lot of fun. I like the house episodes a little better than you guys do, but that's cool. We need some healthy debate. Um... Happy to contribute some audio to tell you about some recommends, some movies that I think would be fitting for the October vibe. You know, we're getting into the fall, the leaves turn brown in fall, and we have a whole atmosphere around us, so it's a good time to kind of bring it indoors, cozy up, watch some scary things as we anticipate Halloween just around the corner. I'm going to give you five... Picks. These are five telefilms to look into. And partly in a self serving way, but partly in a helpful way to your audience, I've chosen five that were covered as TV terror episodes. You can get the full rundown on everything I'm about to mention at TVTerrorShow.com. Of course, you can get the show in iTunes. You can subscribe, tell others all that business. But let me take these in order. As I wrote them down, I scribbled these down. I'm in my car today. I have no time to record a, a better segment, so I hope this is okay that I'm doing this on my phone. But as I read my notes off of my napkin here, Um, The first movie I want to tell you about is called Buried Alive. This is a Frank Darabont film. Frank Darabont, who went on to do uh, The Walking Dead, but before that he made his name in a big way with Stephen King, with The Green Mile and The Shawshank Redemption. This is a a great little movie that plays like an episode of Tales from the Crypt, which Darabont was also involved with. Uh, It was made in 1990, and it stars Tim Matheson... As a guy who has an unfaithful wife who uh, has a dalliance with another man in town. And they plot and scheme to murder him and to bury him alive. And that's what they do, hence the title. But they don't kill him successfully. He wakes up in a grave and on a rainy, stormy night he emerges from the ooze and the mud and the slime and he shambles home to take his revenge. It's totally like an EC Comics type of morality tale. It's got all of that incredible atmosphere and everything you would expect from that kind of a thing or from like a Tales from the Crypt episode. This one just plays like a double length version of one of those. So Buried Alive is a big pick. The other thing I want to bring to your attention is one of the great, great telefilms of the 70s. It's called The Night Strangler. Now, this is one of the Kolchak, The Night Stalker movies. There were two movies that preceded the television series that maybe a lot of folks are most familiar with these days. It seems that you get to see the TV shows and rerun more, and and also the DVDs are just much more available for the TV show, where the movies have been out of print. This is actually the second of the two films. I kind of took them out of order because one of the stars of the show is Richard Anderson, and he had recently passed away. You guys may not be sure about the name Richard Anderson, but many many people will know the name Oscar Goldman. Oscar Goldman was the boss of The Six Million Dollar Man, Steve Austin. So he was a ubiquitous face on television during those years, especially the 70s. And um, he plays the villain that Kolchak goes up against. This is another atmospheric outing. It's a it's a film by Dan Curtis, the director who made his name with the Dark Shadows television series, and then also went on to do movies like Burnt Offerings. Well, with Kolchak, we've got a, a reporter who is kind of finding a, a monster of the week. You know, especially is apparent in the the TV show, but here he's in Seattle, and he explores a series of gruesome murders that appear to show a historical pattern, as if whoever the the villain is lays dormant for a long cycle and then, and then comes to life to sort of revive himself on the blood of his victims. So that's about all I want to say without giving away too much of the plot, except to tell you that this is a very high recommendation. Uh, it's one of the, the great Dan Curtis telefilms. Dan Curtis left a big f- footprint on television. He's a guy you want to know about. He, Him in concert with Richard Matheson who wrote the script uh, were a huge influence. Horror entertainment would not be what it is today without those guys. Stephen King said he wouldn't be here without Richard Matheson. So check that one out. The other thing I want to mention, uh, because it's very current, is It, the miniseries. A lot of folks are flocking to the movie theaters. It seems like Stephen King has led Hollywood out of the doldrums, out of the slump that they were in. But It, the miniseries from 1990, is still potent in its own right. For a TV film, it's surprisingly less restrained than you would imagine it to be. It's got some Genuinely creepy moments. It's got that creepy clown that I believe made this new theatrical offering the success that it is. Because everyone uh, has known that image of Tim Curry in clown makeup. And for some reason we respond to frightening clowns. So check that one out. It's a wonderful um, love story about friendships uh, both in childhood and how they endure through adulthood and about promises made and kept, and about overcoming the great evil in one's life. So check out It. And I'm going to bring up another Dan Curtis offering. Um, had a great time with Anthony D.P. Mann and Barry Ewan. Uh, Anthony D.P. Mann is associated with the Horror Etc. podcast. Most of us in this these circles that we run in with these podcasts are... Um, big fans, and maybe have even consider ourselves spawns of that show. We spoke about Dan Curtis's Dracula, another collaboration with Richard Matheson. This is a version that stars Jack Palance, and it's a very influential Dracula. This is the Dracula that introduces the idea of Vlad Tepeth, the historical Dracula, the Vlad the Impaler, and, and also introduces that notion of a reincarnated love which better motivates Dracula's quest and his his uh, journey to England and the the whole uh, love story aspect so check that one out fantastic performance by Jack Palance as a very menacing Dracula great locations great atmosphere all of it it's not known well enough and it's on blu-ray Beautiful copy, so hunt that one down. last one I want to tell you about is um, The Legend of Lizzie Borden. This was a 1975 TV film starring Elizabeth Montgomery of Bewitched. She, we know her best as Samantha from Bewitched. You know, it's the 125th anniversary of the Lizzie Borden murders, which was like the O.J. Simpson trial of its day. It was just... Uh, cause uh, celebra of the time Uh, it became kind of the the news and gossip column and unfolding story that everyone followed back in that day and if you don't know much about it these were axe murderers uh, the axe murders committed by the accused murderer lizzie Borden. now she was finally acquitted after a trial so Very interesting. I don't know all the ins and outs of that trial, but it's captured very well, um, at least in a truncated form, in this television movie. The the TV movie does a really good job of kind of um, presenting the facts of the matter before suggesting its own opinion or, or presenting Lizzie Borden as the perpetrator and how it might have been done by her. Um, there were questions about how could she commit these murders without getting any blood on her, and we we have a Elizabeth Montgomery disrobing and and um, killing her uh, stepmother and father before um, getting washed up and dressed again, leaving no traces on her. And in fact, Elizabeth Montgomery was nude in this scene. We didn't get to see it in America, but apparently in Europe, so that's kind of interesting. But um, it's really worth checking out. That one got a uh, nice DVD release. It had been a holy grail type of thing for a long time. People suffering with bootleg copies. But you can get a very nice copy, and I suggest that you do. So those are my five picks, Buried Alive, Night Strangler, It the Miniseries, Dan Curtis's Dracula, and The Legend of Lizzie Borden. You can find them all in-depth at TVTerrorShow.com. I hope to rope some of your guys into our community, because everyone's looking for content these days, and I hope um, our audiences can mix and mingle. So Kyle and Maddie, thank you again for this opportunity, and I'll talk to you soon.
0: Okay, so let's just quickly um, run down his choices. Uh, Bared Alive, I actually haven't seen, but it sounds really good. I watched as a kid and terrified me. It terrified sounds like it would so be a great one dope. to watch in October from his yeah. description. He's kind of sold me on that one. Mm. Uh, the Night Strangler, of course, this yeah. is the second film in the Kochak film series. The first one is The Night Stalker. That's one that, both those films are great, but unfortunately the DVD, I don't know where else you can watch them because their DVD is long out of print and it sells oh, for ridiculous it? amounts of money. And I heard there's some kind of rights thing with it, with it coming out on Blu-ray, like Disney now owns it, which oh, and they don't sucks. really release it. A lot of those kind of live action movies, I mean, they haven't even released fucking 20,000 leagues under the sea That's on Blu-ray. Weird, right? But yeah, if you can find it, I don't know if it's on mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever. By any means watch it cuz that, that's a great choice. I, yeah. I think both of them would be could make your uh list.
2: And it is such a good fucking movie. Like
0: what can you say about
2: the original it? It's, it's I think amazing. I know it,
0: everyone again when the new one came out it was kind of like, yeah, that old one's cheesy. No, doesn't. the old one is I think amazing. We we'll talk about it yeah. on a uh, n- next episode, but um mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the new it, but I will say like there's still aspects I think I possibly enjoyed better in the original. There, there's certain, they're two different beasts. I find like you know they both do things, certain things well, yeah. and other things. They they both have their own flavor, and I think they both work well on their own yeah. levels. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't think the the TV film is obsolete by any means. No, uh, Tim whatsoever. Curry's performance is still same, like one of the scariest uh, monster performances out there. Uh, Dan Curtis Dracula. That's when I watched last year. Um, Jack Palance plays Dracula in that <laughs> that's one. Amazing. Um, I, I liked it, I didn't love it as, as much as Anthony did and a lot of people do but I will say Jack Palance as Dracula he's a very, if you want a menacing Is Dracula he? He, well, the guy's like 6 feet yeah. tall so when he grabs you and whips you across yeah. the room you believe it. Let me, you um, son of a bitch. But again, I, I think it's one it might have been one of those things where I put on really late and I was tired I want to give it another go because yeah. I love Dan Curtis I don't know, it just seems like the type of film that I would normally You'd be really out, dig. really dig so it might have been, you know, certain movies you put on if it's not that right mood sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work for you. Uh, and then the final one The Legends of Lizzie Borden I haven't seen this I haven't seen it either but I've heard good things I believe this just hit DVD I want to say okay but yeah, I, I want to see it. I mean, that, that story fascinates I love me. that story. And I've heard this uh, TV adaptation's quite good. But yeah, thanks, uh, yeah. Anthony, for leaving us a list. We uh, it. appreciate it. This is the end of our show. It's gotten a bit long, but uh, hey, it's the beginning hey, of Shocktober. Shocktober. baby. We'll be back with our first actual Shocktober episode where we're going to start covering the movies we watched for the first week of October. And then we'll have more lists throughout the month. So it's going to be a fun month. Uh, hopefully you guys will uh, join us, and uh, we'll be back soon. Stay scared. はい Fourteen, <laughs> and I just saw this guy fucking a cat walk by him, and he just had this smirk like he's got a boner or something. <laughs> okay, okay. Sounds
3: like a plan. Yeah,
2: we will see you in the next month, and me and Kyle will go over the uh, list of uh, some of our podcast
3: contemporaries. I look forward to being ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: of course. He's not here. All right, see you later, Dan. What the fucking ass on my right, Rod. <laughs> like, fuck that guy. Yeah, can, Jimmy's cool, but that Dan, I can fuck guarantee none of our guy. listeners are going to have
0: any picks on their list from Dan's list. Yeah, I guess so they're not going to be picking in <laughs> You know what? You know, I'm actually going to oh, say okay, this. He's
2: still here, guys. Be cool. cool.
3: <laughs> I'm actually going to say if any listeners out there kind of agree with me, let them know. <laughs> Because I want some love. Screw them. <laughs> Somebody's got to love Dan. I don't think so, Tim.
0: But uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks a
2: lot for coming. I'll chat with you guys later.